Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tell Em JJ Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny B, and I'm always joined with... Jonah <laughs> T, your co-host, Johnny B's co-host and member of this podcast. Absolutely. Tell Em JJ Podcast. <laughs> the only podcast you'll ever need to listen to, because we have a full spectrum of topics we go over. And we're the only words. ones that exist. That's it. We're the only podcast that exists. And we're also on YouTube. So if you want to see our awesome faces, check them, check them out at Tell em JJ on YouTube. Anyway, Jonah, how the heck are you? My my goodness, Johnny, Johnny B, today has been a rainy day, and that's made me very tired. <laughs> every every time there's a the rainy day, all my motivation just drops. So I didn't do much exercising today. Oh no. So I've been pretty uh I've been a potato today. How have you been? Uh I was not allowed to be a potato today. Um <laughs> so I worked in the rain you spoke of. So I was a wet potato. Yes. I was a nice. wet spud. But uh <laughs> other than that I'm good. It's mon uh no, it's Tuesday. Wow. We usually record on Mondays, but we uh wanted to save our Monday because Amazon Prime Deals were happening, and they're also happening now as well as we speak. But for the most part, we got the GIF mostly yesterday and most of today. So, Jonah, we will go right into that since I <laughs> talked about it already. Jonah, did you get anything from Amazon Prime or Amazon Prime Day? I I did, but honestly, uh, I might be returning some things because <laughs> I, I might have got a little trigger happy whenever I got like a notification. Oh. <laughs> so. Okay. It was, I didn't buy I didn't buy too much stuff, but you know it adds up. You know they're all pretty good deals, but it adds up. Multi millions uh, of things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that the first thing I bought, the first thing I bought was uh, Final Fantasy X and X two HD remaster for the PS4, uh, and that's something that I've wanted to get for a while, but I was just like, eh, I'm not gonna play it anytime soon, so might as well not get it. Uh, but it was twenty, I think twenty bucks or fifteen dollars or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I, I got it. So was that I think on that's Prime deal? Keep. Was that a deal on Prime? Or it's no? a, it's a, it was a Prime deal. Yeah, it was a, it was a Prime deal. It's, it's usually, I don't know how much it is usually, but it was a Prime deal, so I got I, it. I feel like a lot of these Prime deals are faking everybody out because there was a few things I noticed or I took a look at again that I was interested in, and I checked maybe about a week or two ago, and the price was almost the same. They just added. The original price they added like 20 bucks to it to make it seem like it was on sale and i'm like ah see yeah. this is what you guys do you think you get people to buy it because you make them think it's a huge deal and yeah i don't know it was weird i went to uh like try to find some video games on sale and there weren't many at all like i couldn't find there's a lot of accessories and third party party accessories the switch titles were the main thing that they were saying but they're like only a couple but bucks are, off they've, they've had those prices yeah, they've had those prices recently. Like uh, GameStop did the thirty nine ninety nine. Right. Best Buy did that. I think the best deal they had for Switch games was Pikmin, Pikmin three Deluxe for twenty nine ninety nine. I think that was today. Yeah. But I, I didn't get it because I already have it for the Wii U. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, a lot of a lot of the sales that were for Prime Day were sales that have been going on for a while. Like it's not new prices. Right. With some exceptions. Um, like I also got Returnal for PS5, mm-hmm. 
for $49.99, but also because of the Prime Day thing where it's $10 off for your first two app purchases or something. I got $10 off that, so I got it for $39.99. Uh, so I th think that's a pretty good deal, but I might return it still because I'm not that excited for Returnal. I was just, I just like, that's a pretty good, it's a $70 game. Yeah. You know, and everyone was pretty hyped about it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's give it a shot. I mean, it looks, it looks awesome. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you can't save. It's one of those games and you can lose your progress or something like that. But I feel like, well, that was like me too. Like, I was like, oh, this game's on sale, but I was like, no, wait. Because eventually you're going to get a PS5 and you're going to want the PS5 version. So hold off. And by the time you get the PS5 and you see the PS5 version, that's going to be on sale anyway. So don't get the PS4 version. That's how my brain yeah, works. But... I think things through no, yeah, a little bit. That's uh, that's that's a good way to think. Uh, <laughs> especially since now, since like it's hasn't been that much that long since Returnal went, uh, released. Yeah. I'm not sure when it released, but it was pretty recently, I think. Uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. yeah, and it's already forty nine ninety nine on sale. By Black Friday, it might even reach thirty nine ninety nine, and by the t by like next year, maybe it'll be in the thirty thirty bucks territory. Right. Who knows? And probably even cheaper on GameFly for their pre owned sales, mm -hmm. which I recommend. By the way, GameFly has some pretty good pre owned sales. You know, sometimes. GameFly, you n I never hear about anymore. Um, I always, they, I, I always checked it out, and I was actually gonna subscribe to it at one point, but I never did. But I guess they're still ticking and doing well. Uh, I I guess so, but I I never use them for their rental service. I just check whenever they're because they sell used games, but they sell used games with a guarantee that it's complete with everything except the wrapper. Uh, I want which the wrapper. Is... <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> well then you guess I guess you can't shop at GameFly. I'm gonna one star them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, they they'll come with the case, artwork, and any inserts that it came with. And if it has DLC codes, it'll come with the DLC codes, uh, unused. And I think that's great. And it's pretty good prices. I remember I got, um, I, I got, I think I got Mafia remastered and Tekken's Tekken Seven, and some other stuff a while back. But they all looked like brand new with just without the without the the plastic wrap. Cool. So I recommend that. Yeah. But that's awesome. that's just diverging off the top. Yeah, I know. Go <laughs> ahead. Tell us more about what you got on Prime Day. Uh, I also got... So I already have the base version of it, Dragon Quest Eleven, But they had Dragon Quest Eleven S uh, Definitive Edition for sale. And it was something I was actually looking into getting over a while. Because the Definitive Edition has... The 3DS version of it you can uh, you can play, which never came to America, which is basically it takes the actual game, the whole game, and it just converts it into like a 16-bit adventure you can play. You can play as a 2D version of the whole game. Oh, really? Which I thought was yeah, which I thought was really cool. That's pretty cool. And uh, so it's it kind of like the the Halo uh, Combat, Combat Evolved, like like remaster where you can switch between classic and remastered versions. Right. It's it's got that same same thing kind of you know but it's uh, uh, a little little less smooth you can't just press a button you just have to start it or switch to it start it from over another chapter yeah but uh, it's it's some it's uh, I think that's enough to get me to get the game again because it's a whole new game if you play it two D sure why not but it's but there's also other uh, added content which I think is is pretty neat so I got that uh, nice I also got. <clears throat> what, did I, what did I get? 
I should have wrote, wrote down a list of what I got, but I got a good amount of stuff. I got Metro Exodus mm-hmm. for the Xbox One, but it was like the Aurora Limited Edition. And I'm always a sucker for those Steelbook Limited Editions. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'm pretty sure they only put it on sale because they released the Metro Exodus Complete Edition for the PS5. Like the, So they're like, oh, that's that's the definitive shit. Who cares about this? <laughs> But uh, I got the limited edition. I'm like, that's pretty cool. It's got a steel book. I'm never going to play it. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep it sealed. There you go. Uh, I, oh, yeah. Um, I also got Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition for $9 because it's $9. And it's free on the PlayStation Plus collection on PS5. But if for $9, I'd l- I like to get the physical copy just to have. Have you ever played that one? Yeah, I beat I beat the regular edition like without all the bonus uh, bonus DLC and stuff. So I, I beat the regular one, and I, and I liked it. Uh, although, it, I liked it enough. Like I remember, I had some issues with it, but I don't remember what they were. <laughs> don't they drive in the car a lot? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, it starts out very open. Like this is, sounds sounds like a very open world thing, but then becomes very linear. Mm. Uh, which I, which some people like. It's and, the best you know, of both worlds. How's that sound? <laughs> or, or like the, the worst of both worlds. There you go. I don't know, I'm just, I'm just very negative about open world games lately. But it, it reached uh, its nine dollar, price point, which matched your, your yeah, enthusiasm I'd, perfectly for it. I'd buy it for nine dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. I'd buy that for a dollar. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. So, what else you get? I remember I bought like another thing. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> was it game related or was it anything? It was else? no. I, everything I bought was game related. I didn't buy anything non game. See, I don't know where you found these deals. I mean, for me, like I said, I must have been thinking outside the box. Where I was like, oh well, if I get a PS Five, but like I don't remember seeing the games that you're talking about. I really tried. Well, like I typed in video games, PS Four games, this, that, and the other thing, and just like even Prime Day deals, I couldn't bring that up for some reason. I didn't see a lot of deals. Um, everything. Everything I bought was tweeted by Wario, mm. Wario sixty four. Plus, I think there was a section where you could click a banner, yes. and it would take you to uh, Prime Day all deals. the yeah Prime Day yeah. deals, and you can just sort by department. Maybe it was just my interest wasn't into like all that stuff. I don't know. There wasn't there wasn't anything particularly good, like like no big deals, like it's uh, no doorbusters. Yeah. Uh, like even the stuff that I got, I'm like, okay, they're pretty good deals, and I was on the fence for some of them, but I still might return some of them. So you know, yeah. okay, it was just, it was just let's get them before I run out. Which oh, I also got Crosscode, which is an a action RPG that's like 16 bit, but it's like recent. It looks pretty cool. Okay, now which which ones were you think like besides um whatever one you said but uh which one do you specifically think you're definitely going to re- return and why probably returnal mm-hmm. because well no actually i might not return returnal because i don't think i'll get back that ten dollar credit that i got for uh, i the, got you yeah that you screw the, yourself <laughs> yeah that because i don't know if i'll get it back and it's like the uh, this is like the last day of Prime Day, and I already made a couple purchases. Yeah, but Jonah, keep keep the game. You might like it because if it's trophy, at least if there's trophies in it, you might be dedicated to like, and it's like see how far you can get in the game. Yeah, you seem like you'll have that motivation to do that. 
maybe. Maybe. It looks maybe. so I mean the game looks sweet. Like it does look really good. It does. Good. It does. Uh I just it's just I don't have I, I just don't like I'll get to it eventually, but with a game like that, it's like once I get to it, will the price be even lower? <laughs> you know? Oh, I see what you're saying. You like we yeah. just discussed, like you're thinking maybe down the road. Yeah. Well that's the same thing. Like that's what I kept in mind with the PS five. It's like why get it now to sit on my shelf? And I guess that was mostly a lot of games because um you the know, only having, reason you go ahead i was go gonna ahead. say having the time to play the games they would just sit on the shelf anyway and by the time they sat on the shelf the prices would have gone lower anyway um plus yeah. you know I, I i i seriously like we were just saying i don't think a lot of these were actual good deals i feel like a lot of these prices were around what they were before the the best or the uh prime day came about yeah some some of these sales, well, some of these sales were actual discounts, but they weren't new discounts. Like this is not the lowest it's ever been. It's just, uh, so, it's just uh, it's recurring sales that they just brought back during these two days. That's funny. And, you know now, that now you have to go into the comments and give them a one star rating, not because the game's bad or anything, just because of the service. But like I saw this price once in my lifetime. This is not a new price. <laughs> one star. I hate reviews yeah. like that. It just it throws off the whole product review system. Yeah, because they, they think what, the, what those guys are doing, they think they're uh, reviewing their seller, but they're not. They're just putting it on the game or the product, and that's just, you know, yeah. just tell me who the seller is so I can avoid them, you know? The, the worst, <laughs> though, is the edition confusion. Like, if you, like, the review is for a different edition for what's being shown. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, whoa, 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 wait, what? But some people are out of their minds. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, but uh, so good. You got a bunch of games. So that's cool. I mean, if you return it, you return it. But I mean, that's not a bad price for what you. It's, yeah, they're not. It's not a bad price, and I and I and I, I'm pretty happy with some of the stuff I got. Like, I'm not going to return Final Fantasy uh, ten and ten two, Dragon Quest eleven S. Uh, I'll probably keep Metro Exodus Limited, Aurora Edition Steel Steelbook two point oh. Uh, and CrossCode. I'm gonna play CrossCode. Uh, it looks really, really cool. So I'll, I'll probably play that. But yeah, cool. There's not really much point in returning Final Fantasy 15. It's nine dollars. Nah, nah. Hang on to that. Yeah, but you know, because everything you... else is on the chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So um, yeah, I, I like yeah. I said, I tried looking for games, but I think in my brain I was just uh, being. Um really meticulous because it's one of those things again i don't know when i would get to it and i think by the time i would get to it the pressure is going to be a little bit lower so but i did see um what the heck did i buy <laughs> i'm like you i'm like wait a minute i knew i bought something no i got uh yesterday i bought two uh movie sets which actually came today already which was awesome Ooh. i was like oh sweet not that i'm gonna watch them but <laughs> not right now but you know it's, it's right, pre- right it was pretty interesting uh, and cool that they came already so I saw the uh, Conjuring universe on Blu-ray. Um, that was a good deal. Wait, is, does that include the the newest one? No, or... no, it, yeah. But I figured, you know, I was like, why, why wait? Because then if that's added, it's just gonna boost it up another twenty something bucks. Right, right. This was, uh, I think it was, it was low. I can't remember the exact number, but it was, it was like twelve bucks for. Um, you had all the Annabelle movies and the Conjuring movies plus the Nun all in there. And I only oh, saw that's... the two Conjuring movies out of all those. So I'm like, oh, cool. I got some stuff to watch for Halloween. 
Oh, that's pretty sweet, yeah. Yeah, so that was like 12 bucks. Um, and then I got, <laughs> believe it or not, I got the Psycho collection Blu-ray of uh, the four Psycho movies, the original ones, just because, uh, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm not a huge fan of these movies, but the first two are pretty cool. And I know Steph and I watched the first one not too long ago, so I was like, ah, we, we can catch up on that. That's something that she can probably watch without having a heart attack. <laughs> She's not real. She she is more Disney than horror. Let's put it that way. So. Yeah, I'm also I'm also not not a I'm not the strongest of hearts when it comes to horror movies. Yeah, but I think I think it's it, as long as you avoid showing me something that's like just disgusting horror, like you know Saw. I right. think I'll be yeah. okay. I f- I do find myself like anything like torture wise. Um, I'm not a, like I'm and. Like torture, I mean, like, like you said, disgusting and like really like over the top. Like, whoa, what the hell? Like, this is like, who writes this? And like, it's just they're just doing it for, for like the shock value. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. I, I have a I have issues with like watching stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think I think the term is like torture porn or something. I'm not a big yeah, fan of that. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. And the people that do watch that, I, I listen. I everyone's has their own. Like what they like, what they don't like, but at the same time, I'm like, what what makes you tick when you watch yeah. something like that? Like, cause yeah. I could, I don't mind. Like, I'm I'm into horror movies, and people are like, how could you be in horror movies? Like, and it's just like, I don't know. I just like the idea of. I know it's ridiculous, but it actually, when you're watching something like that, it really builds your tension, and like you 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 feel like fear and stuff like that. But you're in a safe environment. I f- mm-hmm. I feel like it does build up. Um, it's like an amusement park ride. It's kind yeah. of an amusement park ride, but it also internally builds up, like, your immunity to, like, uh, or it desensitizes you. Let's put it that way. Like, there's right, people right. out there where they'll see something and be like, <gasps> but for, you know, and it's like, I'm like, calm down. It's okay. <laughs> um, it's okay. I got this. I got this. But I don't know. I feel like, and it also, believe it or not, it teaches you stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, you never know. So, like always, be the scream queen in the movies, or not scream queen, <laughs> the, the last, the the last survivor. I forget what the the term is. Right, but right. It, it was a scream queen. I mean, they say Laurie Strode, and um, Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays her, is a scream queen. But sometimes they call the victim a scream queen too. But I'd rather be the one that survives. I would like to be the scream queen, please. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I do. I, I that's why I enjoy it because it's one of those things where I feel like it does like. It's one of those things where it puts you into a, a situation where you are like, like especially if you, like just say instance. I remember watching, um, let's just say the Conjuring. Cause I got you go into the theater and I, I what I do in all mo- horror movies is I put my hands on my knees, right, right, and I just sit there like that and I just keep my eyes open. Cause I was like I was a kid. I remember watching, um, like it was it was probably like a Friday the Thirteenth movie or anything like scary. I would like always like like try to hide my eyes and like my friends would be watching and I'd be like, Oh, hey, something just fell behind the couch. You know, I gotta like, you know, you find ways to get out of that situation. You know, with a horror movie, it's like, Oh, this is scary. I'm going to get up and walk away and, you know, I'll cover my eyes and my ears. But if you force yourself to sit through it, you still get that, like, like you're waiting for that anticipation to happen, but you're in a safe environment. And so it's like, it like puts you through the shit, but you're okay. If that makes you any know, sense, it builds up an immunity to something. Let's put it that way. You know, you know how bad badly I took horror movies uh, throughout my life. Like when I was a kid, the first time I watched 
Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. It's a scary at the end one. Of the, at the end of the movie, uh, Professor Quirrell takes off his like his head wrapping, and on the back of his head is Voldemort's face. I was like, I can't. I have to look away. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> this, this is not for me. This is not for me. Uh, and so I, I grew up like that. <laughs> Harold pulled a fast one again. Yeah. <laughs> Showing me the scary so, shit. So now I've worked my way up to watching The Conjuring. and uh, Yeah, I was going to say, because you do watch like movies and stuff. That are, like, it, it surprised me to know, because you, you see all these movies in theaters, too. Like, Do your sisters like horror movies? Is that who you usually go with? or I usually, well, with horror movies, my, little, my younger sister likes, uh, likes the horror movies, too. My older sister does not. She's more Disney. She's she's like Steph. Yeah. Uh, where she really can't handle the horror movies. Right. I mean, my but, like, it, it, I find it hilarious watching her because she'll have like a blanket over her face and like swear at the TV. It's funny. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 like you would yeah, because she actually like turns it into reality. So she's like, she's like the fucking door. Go for the fucking door. She's like, you know, she does. She's like that. She she's really. It's awesome. Being there watching her, because when we watched that movie Hush, that was on Netflix, um, which I liked that movie a lot. It was a good surprise. Yeah, it was uh, really um, good. But she was hilarious during it. She was she was good. Uh, but yeah, so that's yeah. why I watch it. But like people who watch torture porn and stuff like that, I I can't get in that that mindset because it's like I don't know. It's like, yeah, because that like my... takes me out of that. Um, because that I don't know. It's like like I said, horror movies. You're in in like a situation where you're in a safe area. But with that, I just feel like you're like forcing yourself to watch something that's like ridiculous. But then there's people that like watching that stuff. So I'm like, I don't know, man, you do you boo. <laughs> yeah. For, for horror movies. Uh, I like, I like stuff like, uh, the haunting of Hill house and Bly Manor, uh, the conjuring, you know, stuff that is interesting and it's also scary, but it's, it's an interesting story to tell with, uh, with some twists and stuff. While the and the whole thing isn't just oh, some shocking shit happens. Watch what happens to the victims. Right. Uh, it's just uh, how the story unfolds. As long as that's enough to keep my attention, then that's fine. Yeah. But like, if if the first thing in a that I'm watching is like some guy tied to like a chair with like a head brace that's gonna like rip his his jaw off or something if he doesn't find the key within the dead body next to him and he has to dig it out or something. I'm I'm a little I'm gonna check out. I'm not watching what's gonna yeah. happen to him. Like that <laughs> you know. Even that won't like um like the saw stuff, that's okay. I although I do remember like uh, the second one where the girl jumps into the freaking uh thing of needles and she's like throwing her arms through the needles to find the key. I'm like, Oh, that hurts me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. um no, I'm like talking about like like you said, the torture porn. So, like that's the Saw series is is okay for me. Um you know, I I kind of like the first saw. Like the first saw, I think doesn't oh, take movie. it too far. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's just enough shock, but it's also pretty interesting. But yeah. the I remember that I was just like I was like the second one. I don't remember what like made me stop watching, but I was like I'm just I'm not interested. I don't want to do this. So I hear you. Uh, yeah, I honestly though I haven't watched all the saw movies. I saw the first three, I think. I have them all on, on DVD, but I have yet to watch them. But maybe that's what it, maybe something in there too, um, stopped me from doing it. Maybe it was the third one. Something happened. I don't know. 
Maybe it was just like, I, I don't care to see this. Or for me, uh, a lot of it is story too. Like, I want to see a good story. That's why I do like the Insidious and Conjuring because it's it's decent writing. It's not just, you know, ridiculous nonsense. Yeah. But I don't know. But when and, I was. And a- it's also, also, some movies are like created just to shock you, like the human centipede, which is just like a shock. Yeah, I would never Disgust watch that. Factor. I have no interest yeah. in watching that because I, I heard no, it was just stupid. I, I like I know what the concept of it, and I'm just like, this is the I'm. There's no reason for me to watch this. No, I just watched the South Park episode, and that's so much <laughs> better. This, this, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to eat the ice cream or the octopus? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I can eat this or the cuttlefish, and then he eats it. And he's like, oh, the the cuttlefish is not sitting well. <laughs> He's like, oh, Kyle, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. It's a good show. <laughs> Very good show. Terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, Terrible. I'm surprised you watched it. I, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't? I'm, okay. I'm, I'm giving it a, 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 a tell him JJ rating of 0 out of 10. Don't watch it. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, because it's, it's weird. I don't know. But because as a kid... um. Yeah, I started watching horror movies early on, but I I remember not being able to sleep too afterwards. I was still one of those kids that's like some kids like their their bedroom doors open. I hated that. I needed my clothes because I was like if I fall asleep and I hear the door open, I could wake up, but if it's left open cuz some people have like night lights and stuff, I never mm-hmm. never could do that. I needed the dark and I needed my door closed. Um but I remember having like I would always think whatever I just watched whatever monster was in that movie was going to come and get me. Right. And uh, it was funny, though. I think I was in, like, fourth grade or something like that, or maybe even as late as fifth grade. But I remember having the epiphany where I thought that to myself. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What am I doing? I was like, if I just watched a Freddy Krueger movie, I think Freddy Krueger's coming after me. If I think, if I just saw this movie, I think that thing's coming after me. I was like, this is stupid. No one's coming after me. And, uh... You know, since then I was okay. But one time I had a really messed up situation. Um, Did you ever hear a fox, like, scream? Like, it makes this really crazy noise that sounds like a a lady screaming? I don't think so. Like, I can't can't think of it in my head. Okay. So, one night, um, because where I I lived when I was a kid, uh, I had the windows to to the back. And I grew up pretty much, there was a whole mountain behind me. So, and it was one of those nights, cold nights, where the moon was full and lit up everything. And I just watched a horror movie. I couldn't remember what it was, but I remember <laughs> falling asleep, you know, talking myself to fall asleep, like just trying to get comfortable, like, like, okay, it's no problem. Whatever I just watched, okay. So I'm trying to fall asleep. I finally get into like dozing off stage. I was still awake, and all of a sudden I hear this, like, hot, like, this scream, like, someone was screaming, like, bloody murder. So I get up, I'm like, what the fuck was that? I look outside, I hear it again, like, screaming, I'm like, what the hell was that? So I go to, like, I leave my door, and this is a really messed up part, I leave my door, I go into the hallway, and all of a sudden my dad just opens the door, and he goes, John, everything is fine, go back to sleep, and he closed the door, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was like, "Did did my mom just die? (laughs) <laughs> did he just did he just kill my mom? <laughs> so I like oh, you just picture me go back to bed and just sitting on my bed with like 
<laughs> what do I do? Do I, do I go in there and Mike? I could still save her. Yeah, but then it, the funny thing is, like, after like just like being petrified the rest of the night, nonchalantly in the morning, I, like my dad's like, "Oh, did you guys hear that fox last night?" I was like, "Is that <laughs> what the fuck that was?" It's like I swear I thought sounds like a good cover story. It does, right? <laughs> but my mom was fine. She she was alive. She made pancakes. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> Unless that was a body snatcher. Yeah, it's thinking too much into it. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not all about that life. <laughs> let let them snatch away. Just don't bother me. I'm good. Right, right. You so, know, my first. Uh, I've I've never had that kind of situation, but I, I actually keep having. I, I always had that problem where I kept thinking that there was something in, like in my closet or something yeah. after I watch a horror movie. Um, but I I remember the first time I watched. I didn't. I were, the first time I watched something that's remotely scary. Harry Potter. No. That motherfucker. <laughs> I was scary going ass shit. <laughs> I was, that British bastard. <laughs> uh, I went to my friend's house when I lived in Pennsylvania, and they were they were watching the go, the Goosebumps the mask. Yeah. You know the. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had that on VHS it, tape actually. Right. And it was like the scene where like the mask was like molding onto her face or something or, and I was just like, this is the worst thing I've seen in my life. How could this happen? <laughs> How could this exist? <laughs> Do I need my father to come over here and, and exercise this house? Yeah. What's going on? And I'm pretty sure I had nightmares about that mask for like weeks. <laughs> yeah. That was a cool mask. Kind of want that mask. But yeah. yeah, well, I don't think she wanted the mask in the in that movie or episode or something well my horror movie background i don't know when exactly it started i used to have an uncle that um was like they used to uh, my aunt my uncle well at the time he wasn't my uncle yet anyway uh long story short they got divorced that's why i said he used to be my uncle let's put it that way right right so anyway um when they used to babysit us when I was real young, like four, four years old, five years old, they used to like, normal people have like hide and seek, right? But when they were to, when they told us to hide, they would turn off all the lights in the house and they would like pretend like they were like, we're going to get you. Like they do with like the creepy voices oh. stuff. So yeah, I just remember being terrified hiding under my bed, like putting all the things around my bed so they couldn't look under it. <laughs> and then, um, so they bought a house. And they renovated. But before they renovated, um, they bought a house and they were saying that the story was a guy hung himself in the in the cellar. And that's why they got the house for cheap. <laughs> Great. And it's a true and I guess it was a true story. So one one party, I guess, uh, like all the parents were drinking and having a good time, whatever. Um, I somehow got tricked into going into the basement and then they ended up closing and locking the door on me with the lights off, saying that the guy was gonna get me. And yeah, and I'm like, I remember just sitting there in the dark, like, don't move. <laughs> that sounds like a very uh, quick way to traumatize a child and have a lasting, lasting mental issues. Yeah, you know? I just remember my mom like opening the door. She's like, "What are you doing down there?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was the thing that happened. And then I remember watching Dracula, like the black and white Dracula. Around that same age, 
So I think they're also saying that Dracula was down there too, but whatever, you know, <laughs> neither here or there. Every creature known to man lives in this basement. <laughs> yeah. But believe it, that didn't really, I don't know. It didn't terrify me. It was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> um, but when I was seven years old, I remember seeing Jaws. I, my mom, I remember she was flipping through channels. We, w- we were watching something and then I guess Jaws came on afterwards and she saw the preview for it. You know how they used to have like the previews before the movie started on TV. So she's like, oh my God, we are not watching this. I remember watching this when I was a kid. I would terrify the heck out of me. And as soon as I hear terrified the heck out of me, I was like, I got to see this. <laughs> so I ran downstairs and watched it when I was seven years old. I was like, wow, this is cool. And uh, sharks, sharks, <laughs> sharks. So yeah, yeah John, I don't John's- know. I, I always enjoyed watching horror movies. I don't know. I just, it's weird, but that's, you know, I, you know, one thing is I do like shark horror movies, even the ones that are not very good. Mm -hmm. Like, like, uh, the Meg with Jason Statham. I watched that. Mm -hmm. That was fun. I've always been kind of like, uh, very, very interested in the deep sea. Do you you go swimming though? Like if you went to the, to the beach, would you go in the water? Yeah, I'd go in the water. Okay. Because I know but, uh, Steph is the same way. She's like, I, it must be some kind of sadi- uh, sadistic thing because she loves, like, animals attacking people movies. Like, she has no problem <laughs> with that. Like, all the Jaws is, right. all those, all the shark movies out there, crocodile movies, alligator movies, whatever. Um, she loves. And, well, it might also be because, you know, those are tangible enemies that right. you could possibly do something against. But, but she, she, when, doesn't, when... she doesn't go in the water, though. Like, she hates, right. she's terrified of... Like going into the water. No, I, I I I go I go into the water, but uh, it's just I've always had like a fascination with the deep sea because it's apparently we know less about what's down there than we do what's in space or something. That's what I, I read. It's because um, telescope because we cheat and use telescopes versus like right. sending expensive equipment down below. That's what James Cameron's yeah. down there for. But now he's making <laughs> Avatar movies and he's sidetracked. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's because of all the of how much pressure is down there. Yeah, but it's and just the idea is really cool. And I think they did that with the Meg, where oh, if you go deep enough, you find like a prehistoric world or something. That's like the crust or the one of the there's there's like some something. Kind, there's some kind of like like some kind of force field of some kind of I don't know what that what they explained it as, but it's just perfectly preserved prehistoric shit. And then when they left. The uh, megalodon followed them. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's great story. Great story. I mean, I guess that's better than Godzilla versus Kong, where there's a whole nother like, there's a whole nother Earth within the Earth. That was some. That was some supernatural shit. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that was like, are you? Te- that's a sky up there. What's going on? What is this? <laughs> you know. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. I try not to think too much into it. Yeah, I mean. I'll have to send Godzilla myself back into Kong the was... cellar with the yeah. guy that hung himself. Was... I mean, I guess you'd have to figure out where they came from if you're making a movie about like an, a whole bunch of giant monsters. Yeah. You know, how were they hidden all this time? Did they just come into being or were they just sleeping somewhere? They were there the whole time. They were, all, they were always there. He was just like standing really still. He was so you big know? you just didn't notice. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. 
Yeah. But it's, uh, I always really liked those movies. I never saw any Jaws past the first one, though. That's fine. I saw the first one. I mean, I have an affiction. Affiction? Yeah, I would say that. Um, for the for the old for the others as well. Like I don't mind them. Um, people say the second one's obviously the second best, and then it just goes downhill from there. But I think the third one's pretty entertaining. The second one is really for me. The second one is paced very poorly. Uh, I rather I watch. Agree. The, I rather watch the third one than the second one. But <laughs> then the fourth one happens, and then you're like. Okay, you're not even trying anymore, any guys. This is what hap- What's going on here? People said it's like one of the most laughable movies out there. Yeah. Whereas Jaws 3D, as it was called, um, its major flaw was the 3D choices that they chose, like to make it 3D, was terrible. If it wasn't meant, if it wasn't 3D, or they nailed the 3D, if either one of those things happened, it would have been a really good movie. Um, but it was just the effects killed the movie in that in the third one. But the first one's fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies, if not the favorite movie, because it was a B movie that should not have been good as it was. And because of the cast, the director, and freaking John Williams, like amazing score, who at first Steven Spielberg thought it was a joke, but it works so perfectly for it. Um, and the fact that the the shark itself the mechanical shark didn't work so well while filming it they had so many technical problems that it forced them to use like to show less of the shark well it, it was just it, it's a movie that was like such a happy accident because it was like a perfect yeah exactly it was a perfect happy accident because if the shark worked perfectly they would have shown more shark right away and it wouldn't have had such an effect on everything and uh, yeah, I mean, it was just uh, like the cast. If it was a different cast, who knows what would have happened if, you know, who knows? Because, you know, it was based off a book with a lot of very different um, things happening. Like there's like the mob was in it and the ending's completely different. And yeah, so very, very interesting. But, you know, I actually didn't even know it was based off a book. Uh, I might have to check that out, especially if it's if it's got like a. Like a mob sub story. <laughs> yeah, it's, that sounds it's a whole like a whole nother, you know, character driven side plots and stuff like that. And um I did a I did a report on it, a half ass report, but I aced it. I used Cliff Notes for most of it. Because I was like, right. I I've seen the movie a thousand times and I was like, I'm interested in, in doing this and uh I tried I compared the movie and the book and I picked enough points out from the book that I was able to uh ace it but uh yeah i mean if you want to read it give it a shot hell yeah you know i think for some reason the shark attack movies are more uh, like i enjoy them more than i enjoy things like uh like an alligator attack movie <laughs> you know uh, I, draw, I say that specifically because i thought of the uh, i saw the movie crawl or crawler or something a crawl. while back yeah that's crawl what, is that the one with the hurricane where they're all trapped yeah and yeah. there's like an alleg- a bunch of alligators or crocodiles i don't know uh, they're all around and they had to escape or something mm-hmm. and i thought and i kind of i kind of liked the movie it was it was okay but i it's just it, those crocodiles never made me feel as like tense as when there's a shark attack like looming right even with even in like the bad ones like the meg when there's a megalodon like approaching i'm like oh shit it's a 
fucking megalodon, mm-hmm. and it's gonna it's gonna jump over the ship. That's crazy. Which yeah. was which was a little which was very it's kind of stupid, but but I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. I don't. I. I crawl for me. It was it was an okay movie. I just uh, I think it was the better of the more. Um, I I guess when when swimming creatures attack movies from recent times, but uh, yeah, it was, it was just it very okay. Bad. You know, it I just wasn't... I just feel like the end, the character at the end should have been eaten like three times and should have <laughs> died of her wounds. Um, but it wasn't bad. It's just a con- you know, it's just a concept that. They they sacrifice um, or they it's always the uh, oh it just so happens that this house is near a alligator nest and since everything's flooding, you now have alligators everywhere. Oh, and they're gigantic too, by the way. So <laughs> they're the biggest alligators this side of the Mississippi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but that's the only thing, cause uh, but yeah, shark movies. It's just because, like you said, it's it's. Um, like, do you ever see 43 meters down? Uh, there's two maybe. of them now, but, 44 uh, meters down, <laughs> whatever it is, 43, I think it's 43. <laughs> no, I, I, it's not 44. I was making a joke for the sequel. Oh, uh, <laughs> gotcha. But I don't think I've seen it. No, it's not bad. I mean, I haven't seen them all, um, shark movies, but that one was not bad, but it's just, I think shark movies in general, because it's the deep of the ocean, you don't know what's going to come and get you. Um, versus alligator movies, which uh, they have to make them preposterous. Uh, except for Lake Placid was was a good one. That was a good movie because they use they mix in uh, practical and CGI, and the practical works pretty good. But that's like one of those what if someone had an alligator put it in a lake, and it actually grew, and they fed it enough to make it like huge, and that's like the that reminds least- me. That reminds me of a movie I saw once uh, on the Sci-Fi Channel. I don't know if they still do it, but because I don't have cable, but the Sci-Fi Channel always did like this. They they had like marathons of like B crazy, crazy plot movies. Like, and one of them was like, uh, fuck, I, I'm so upset I can't remember the name because it was insane. Oh, they have re- like, weird ones. They have avalanche sharks where sharks come from avalanches. Right. They have uh, ghost shark movies. Um, where the shark's a ghost and, uh, there's like three headed shark and then there's, uh, alligators or shark, shark octopuses versus, uh, giant pythons or something. No, I, yeah, I think I saw a movie once where it was like, uh, some kind of alligator versus like a giant, giant snake, but it was like a, it was like a funny name. Uh, I don't remember what it was. I know what you're talking. I, I remember the cover, and I, I remember yeah. seeing that cover since Blockbuster was around back in when it was around, but when it first came out on the Sci-Fi Channel. But the, yeah, I, I tried watching those movies, but there's I don't know. Some of them are just so bad because they don't even like they don't even try practical effects. They just do like horrible uh, CGI. Horrible, horrible CGI. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Just... I remember there was a period of time where I actually kind of liked that. <laughs> I was like, that's so bad. Hell yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it, it definitely then, definitely clicked but, with an audience because they made so many of them. Yeah, but eventually it's like, uh, now it needs to be good and bad if it's bad. But mm-hmm. not, that was just bad. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't know. 
So, but uh, anyway, Jonah, getting back to Prime Day. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of Prime Day, uh, some of the other other retailers also had their own sales. Yeah, and uh, GameStop fucked up. <laughs> Did they really? I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but like, uh, like, like an hour after, after like midnight or something. I think it was, I think it was like twelve thirty or one. They had their daily daily uh daily sale out up and they sold Assassin's Creed 3 remastered for free. Oh yeah, I saw Wario uh 64 tweet something out. 100% yeah. discount or something he 100% said. 100% discount exactly. <laughs> and I got one for each platform. <laughs> Good for <laughs> so you. Got, got a Switch, PS4 and Xbox One copy. Uh here's the thing, a lot of people got theirs canceled yesterday. Uh, but mine, it wasn't canceled and I got an email saying that's being shipped out. So I still have some hope. They just charged you full price on all of them. (laughs) Each. Uh, that's not allowed. (laughs) It's against the rules. I saw on Walmart that they, uh, upgraded some people who got the PS5 digital up to a disc version for free. I was like, that's cool. I want to say for free, but they upgraded for free. Not that they gave one for free. Yeah, it's it's. I, I was like, damn, I wish I got that deal. I think it's like a hundred dollars off, right? Yeah, it's enough to or buy a game. Fifty dollars or a hundred dollars? I don't know. It's I just like getting deals on things. I want to be like, hey, I got it for cheap. Got that shit for cheap. I didn't pay that. I didn't pay that. That plebeian price. I got that peasant for hundred dollars off. I was able to get another game and some snacks. I got <laughs> I got this for a hundred dollars off, and I bought five copies of Sonic Adventure. <laughs> that's not playable on this system at all <laughs> but i can frame it next to my system i can make a table out of all my sonic adventures now i, I can use it to level my table it's been wobbling there you go so and honestly right. that's what i would do with my assassin's creed 3 remastered because i actually hated that game <laughs> doesn't sound just... like doesn't well actually no i was gonna say it sounds like a purchase but for you to buy one for each system doesn't sound like something that you would really have any use for besides reselling and or making a coffee table out of listen it's it's since it's free i would have to pay shipping anyway might as well get three copies i'll give you a copy do you want one i'll yes, give it to I you do. i'll give you a copy you want it for switch or xbox one or ps4 it's yours um how about xbox i got i got you because i know you don't if have I, an xbox no, I do. I have an Xbox One. Get the hell off my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh... Oh, speaking of Xbox One, I, I actually subscribed to the Game Pass again oh, last cool. night. Because they're doing the sale. It's like $1, $1 for three months again. They do that every now and then. Right, yeah. Um, so nice. I signed up for that. I downloaded a bunch of shit. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Hopefully before the three months is up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why, honestly, I mean, it's it's... It's money wise, it sucks, but it's not a. It's not that expensive. It's just a yearly price for me because I do the yearly. Um, mm-hmm. But I bought for the year, and I've only, you know, I don't play it that often at all. But it's just nice to know that you have it if you want it, <laughs> right? And you right. don't have to uh, rush to try to get through a game. Um, I figure if I can at least play, well, I, it would be monthly. But if I can at least play two games a year, it's it's worth it. Yeah, I mean. I mainly, well, I mainly got it because of the deal, 
But I also wanted to play the Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance game that came out, and that's like day one on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I think that's today was the first day. I haven't played it yet, but it's downloading. Uh, and speak. I also, I also want to play the Master Chief Collection, uh, and I have it like physically, but. I never bought the DLC, like the Reach and ODST DLC, and it's free with Game Pass. So gotcha. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll if you haven't, those. honestly, I would skip ODST. That's me personally. I'm not. I don't get what the the deal was was with that one. But Reach definitely play Reach. Definitely, Actually, yeah. I think I think uh, growing up, Reach is the Halo game I played the most. Oh, you played Reach? Uh, I played it on the 360. Yeah, a long time ago, but I never played the played it the Master Chief Collection. Oh yeah, I never. Reach. I didn't. I don't know what what's upgraded. I never played it for that either. And I have the physical, but I don't have the. No, I think that didn't they add it for free, to that. Well, when I looked at well, it's not, it's free on Game Pass. But when I looked to download the Game Pass DLC, it gave me the option to either download the free Game Pass version or pay uh, a certain amount of money. I forget how much it was, like four dollars or something for the ODST and reach uh, one of them was more expensive i don't know where, which one but probably reach uh, they were <laughs> probably reach yeah so it was uh i was like you know maybe eventually if i'm like just playing xbox games without game pass but right now i'll just download the game pass version I got three months i'll get to it yeah <laughs> you know i don't know it's uh I just I just really want to play Halo again before like all the whole, all the games. I want to play all the games before Infinite comes out so I can get more invested emotionally in the story. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Been a, it's been a long time since I played all of them mm-hmm. and Halo 5 even was like a long, a long time ago. Yeah, you know what? Cuz like I said Steph and I did that and uh Master Chief Collection Halo 2 I thought they did a fantastic remaster of um Halo 1 even. And then you get to Halo 3, and it's back to, like, normal Halo 3. But Halo 3 was always perfect from the get-go, so no need to transfer. But a lot of people had issues with Halo 4 when it came out just because, A, it's a different... It's 343 versus Bungie. Um, But to be honest, I liked it the first time around. And the second time around, you know, when you go through all three first and then that one, it's actually refreshing because it's different. Like, you're not... It's not the same thing again. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's cool. But then then I played the fifth one, and I'm like, I don't care about Locke. Or a stupid team. I just want to play as the Master Chief. It's it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they were trying to pivot away from it, just one main character, so they can. I, I I don't know what they were trying to do. We're trying to like have spinoffs where they can have different teams working on different Halo games or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Again, it's just one of those they the testing the waters. Yeah, and it, but I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like that's. Here's the deal, everybody. <laughs> I know you want them to play your game forever, but that's not the case. People want to play other things too. So, no, that's that's actually one of the things that kind of I, I kind of don't like about the industry is they do want you to play their game forever, and that's why everything has gone to this games as a service model. Yeah, because uh, which I don't like at all. I mean, I mean, for a while I was addicted to Destiny. You know, I, I had a problem. <laughs> yeah, you did, uh, but I, I respected did. it, Jonah, because you. And Carmine at the time got me excited for Destiny, a game I could not get into. But because you guys had so much, like, gusto for it, and you talked very highly of it, and the fact is you made friends off of it proves that it was actually a good game in the end. It was, I mean, yeah, I I did have a lot of good experiences from it. 
Uh, and I still have in those friends that I made from Destiny. I still I still play with you know not even just Destiny, just other games and stuff. And I still play some Destiny with them when they're doing raids. Uh, but uh, eventually, I when the only thing that was making it fun was doing those st things with your friends. The game became just a chore, and the the whole thing about Destiny is a grind for me. You know, the whole point of it is just the gameplay loop to do this same things over and over again to hope to get the thing that you're looking for in the right roles and right i, I it's just i i don't really want to do that anymore no that, you know, that game was was um that game was a business model game it had yeah. they didn't make it to you know for story or whatever they made it to get people to play it and they keep playing it and that's exactly what they did and um and the one thing that i started thinking about a while like a while back was you know this is an always online game uh and the servers are like located somewhere else they're not on my console eventually the server's going to go down and then destiny's gone forever you know so all that time i put into it nothing i i, I won't have anything i can't like play it like down the line when i have like children or grandchildren children. hey this is my guy that's right. the guy i built yeah. back in the day yep uh no. unfortunately no, yeah, I mean, it would be nice if they could be like, hey, we're going to take a snapshot of the game now and like release a single-player disc. That'd be cool, but uh, it's not going to happen. It's just going to shut down like Mag and all those other online-only games. Yeah, true. You know, yeah. and uh, and a lot of games are doing that. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure... Uh, oh, the one thing about Back for Blood, you remember the game I was kind of looking forward to? Yes. Online only. Good. It's online only. It looks shitty, so, Jonah. How dare you bring that up during a time like this? <laughs> Exactly. I'm so, sensitive. Uh, so I, I'm not going to get it. At least uh, not not at launch. Uh, I'll, I'll see if it drops in price, but and then give it a shot. Well, but it's like it's, that. Um, I'm not interested in those online only games it's like that, anymore. It's like that Friday the Thirteenth the game. I was so excited to play it, but I never got it. And then I finally get a physical, and like everything was all messed up about it. And I I've yet to play it, and it's like no one's going to play it. No one's on it. Well, the physical copy might be might be worth something. You might want to check that out. You know, it's, I I don't know. If sure... no one's playing it, it's not going to be worth much. Yeah, I mean, as long as the servers aren't dead, like I'm pretty sure, like the mag disc is just like a coaster. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I had mag. I was so excited for mag. Yeah, I had mag too. And, and uh... the problem was, you know, in your head, you look at the or not in your head, <laughs> but you see the trailer. And you see, like, everybody working together, and you're thinking in your head, that's going to be so amazing, you know? It's going to be, like, this huge battle of epic proportions, and then you play it, and everyone's doing their own thing. No one's playing the actual game. They're, like... And it's limited. You know, it's just a normal first-person shooter. There wasn't anything really specifically added to it. It was just the number of players that was, like, whoa. And uh, it's just... Yeah. I was excited for Warhawk, too. Did you ever play Warhawk? I've never played Warhawk. Is that the airplane game? It's not an airplane game. It's a ground-to-air game. So you can be on the ground and then get go in the air. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of those, you know. It was cool. It, it seemed like a cool idea at the time. Um, but that didn't really have a long-lasting last, career either. Yeah, it's and, and one thing also I, I really don't like is that when these games have trophies tied to their like their multiplayer or their online services and then those services are shut down and then you can't get those trophies anymore i you think Killzone never platinum the trophies yeah the that's that's exactly that's i think Killzone 2 did that where like you can't get some of their trophies because they're multiplayer um 
and probably some fighting games. I don't know. There's just anything with multiplayer. If there's a multiplayer trophy, you probably want to knock that out of the way before it's too late, you know? <laughs> Damn it, because uh, I was always a campaign guy before I got into the multiplayer. I'm still not a multiplayer guy, but if I like a game a lot, I really want to get as platinum, then I'll just I'll like sort I'll like sort myself through it. Yeah. Sometimes um, though, like Uncharted, I I mentioned this before on a podcast. Uncharted, I can never get into the multiplayer because I was so Uncharted as a single player story. You know, you're, it's just Nathan Drake, his story. When you add, especially Resident Evil, I was like, I could never see Resident Evil. Maybe the fifth one, but. Resident Evil as a multiplayer game never, because it's uh, for me it's a single pl- or not well, co-op, but it's a um, campaign game for me versus multiplayer. I don't know. That was just my thinking of everything. Um, yeah, I get that also. But uh, I remember the one time I, I was I was actually kind of forced to play the multiplayer because in Mass Effect Three on the PS3, Xbox 360. Uh, if you wanted to get like as high uh, war assets as possible for for the game, you wanted you had to play multiplayer. And if you didn't play multiplayer for a certain period of time, your war assets would like decrease. Oh really? And that's bad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you had to just like frequently every now and then just boot up a gameplay. But the thing is, I kind of liked the multiplayer in Mass Effect Three, and I was kind of surprised because at the time I didn't really like multiplayer a lot, but I had a good time with it. So um, it's, I'm actually kind of disappointed that. Uh, Legendary Edition doesn't have the multiplayer, but I read that they're gonna put it in. They're gonna patch it in like they later. They want you to buy it. And yeah, pay no, for it. I think it's gonna be free. Oh, that's good. But uh, but the one thing that I did like about them not having it in in the Legendary Edition is that the war assets isn't tied to multiplayer, so you don't have to worry about that shit. You won, Jonah. Your fan, yes. your fan mail, and angry angry letters have come through. Exactly. So. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't change when they re-add multiplayer. Maybe that's just going to be a side thing. But if they link it back, that'll be kind of annoying. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> you know, I don't, it's... Uh, it was. It's just... it's Some games like Last of Us had multiplayer, and I was like, I'm not even going to give it a shot. But some people like Last of Us multiplayer, but I just didn't... I wasn't interested at all in that multiplayer yeah. because it's, it's the kind of game it was. I just... Uh, I didn't even want to try it. I was only forced to do it for Mass Effect 3. Yeah. So I did it and I liked it. But Well, that's why um like Metal Gear Solid as a uh, multiplayer, I just didn't even want to try. Did did, did uh Metal Gear Solid have a multiplayer four, four, right? I think yeah. I just never got um, into it. And uh yeah. But that's again, it's different like Gears of War, for some reason, multiplayer worked perfectly with that. I don't know what it is. I just feel like certain games don't... I don't know. If it's like an epic campaign story, I don't know. It's it's weird. I really don't have an answer, but maybe someone out there listening or watching understands what I'm talking about. But for some well, reason, I... Uncharted never worked for multiplayer with me. And uh, Metal Gear Solid, I had no interest in doing multiplayer for those games. I don't know. I don't, you know, honestly, I, I don't really have too much interest in multiplayer and in, in any games. Uh, it's just sometimes when I, there's an incentive to do so, then I just give it a shot. Then I'm like, okay, this isn't torture, so I'll just keep doing it. Uh, but I, I remember I, I liked... The only reason... Uh, the only game series multiplayer that I tried without being forced to do it, really, <clears throat> is the Halo multiplayer. Because, you know, everyone was talking about the Halo multiplayer, and I wanted to try it. So I tried it, and it's pretty fun. I think that was Halo Halo 3. 
Halo 3, Halo Reach multiplayer. But uh, with with like Destiny multiplayer, a lot of the loot was tied to it. So I so I was like, I have to do it because I'm addicted. I need more stuff. So yeah. I I did that and I actually got pretty good for a while. I was I was uh I was leading some some leaderboards uh in Destiny One and I got an unbroken medal, which means I didn't die at all for the fifteen minutes or something that the match lasts ten or fifteen minutes. That's what they wanted, Jonah. They built that game for you. If you look really closely closely up top by Destiny, it says Jonah's destiny <laughs> Jonah's destiny Tom Tom Clancy features Jonah's destiny <laughs> uh yeah and it's uh now I haven't I haven't even touched de- multiplayer in in Destiny 2 for like a while maybe even a year I don't remember I haven't played Iron Banner which is like the frequent thing the special multiplayer thing that comes in for special loot I haven't touched that and you know me limited editions always get me get me riled up yeah but, but now I'm just like I have no. I only do Destiny to do like raids with my with my buds when they need help. Yeah. Even though I'd rather not. <laughs> Sometimes they have to coax me into it. You can do it. We believe. But uh, I actually recently beat uh, Andromeda finally. Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay. I beat it. Yeah. How was it? This uh, was this your second time through that game? No, this is my first time playing Andromeda. Okay. Mass All Effect right. Andromeda. Uh, I only played it because I was like, I beat the Mass Effect trilogy on sure. Legendary Edition, and I want I want to play more Mass Effect. How'd it go? Bad. Really? I I did not like it much. It was uh, uh, it, they made it very open world. Uh, they made you drive a you drive your Mako knockoff, which wasn't as good as the Mako. I don't. It's it's uh, the characters were boring. The story sucked. Your care your the main character doesn't really isn't really that interesting, and a lot of the choices you have with a lot of the, a lot a lot of the dialogue options, I did not like any of them, <laughs> like not any of them, but a lot of them were just not good. <laughs> like at, at one point they, there's a, you find this one guy doing something bad, or he's being he's being rude. Oh, he's like standing over a dead body. You go up to him, he's like, hey, that's bad. And I'm like, why would I say that's? Why don't you threaten him with with like murder, with like death or something? <laughs> this guy's standing over bodies, and you're like, don't, hey, don't do that. And then the guy's like, and then the guy threatens you, and then you're like, okay, I'll back off. Give me the choice to kill this guy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't want to end his reign of terror. No, it's like, I, it's like, it's one thing to be like, hey, uh, I see that you're killing a guy, whatever. Yeah, at least give me the choice to. To not be the to not be like the bitch in the situation, <laughs> like I got I got like like laughed at and thrown out of, the, of this situation, uh, and I was just like, okay, I'll leave. I'm a badass. <laughs> I'm a badass. <laughs> well, uh, Jonah, not today. It seems not today. Ryder sucks. Commander Shepard's where it's at. All right. So I don't know. Once, plus once, plus like the bad guy, yeah. Uh, the the final boss, kind of stupid. And the whole enemy faction, not very good. <laughs> All right, so if I'm extremely excited and craving for more Mass Effect after I beat the first three, whatever I do, don't pick up Andronima. I mean, if you want to play it, I'll give you my copy. Nope, I do not want to play it, Jonah. You <laughs> but, ruined it for but me. Don't, but don't buy it. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm not going to. 
I have no uh, interest. If someone tells oh, me also, it's not good, I'm not going to. Also, gonna one thing is I've had a lot of problems with bugs that forced me to restart the game. Oh, really? Yeah. I've. It's like I thought they fixed the bugs because like, I know it was really buggy early on, but uh, I, I heard that they patched a lot of things. But there's still a lot of bugs that forced me to, to, to have to restart an entire mission because something didn't load in. Uh, and I did this three times on three separate missions and they were all like missions, loyalty missions from one of my uh, crew members. Um, like I specifically remember when I was doing the one for my Krogan ally, uh, I was supposed to interact with a shipping container to open it and release some guy in there, but the shipping container was already open and there was nobody around. (laughs) And I, there was nothing I could do to make this open. You have so, beaten the game. Good, exactly. Good job. Roll credits. So I tried to like reload the autosaves a couple times back because it autosaves a lot and it autosaves a new slot. So you have a ton of saves. Oh, good. Yeah, that's one good thing about the game. <laughs> uh, so I reloaded the autosaves, fought my way back. Still nothing. So I, what I had to do was I had to roll back to the very beginning of the mission and reselect the mission and play through the whole thing that's like 20 minutes and get back up to there and i was like yeah finally finally it's here the door is closed <laughs> and that happened multiple times and that's not even not and there was a couple bugs where the audio just cuts out oh wow it just stops and i was like is is that my tv <laughs> is that? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so i i turned i like i turned off my tv and turned it back on it was still it was still like doing the thing, like no audio. I close. I not did. I didn't close the game, but I like uh, pressed the button to go back to the main menu. It was there was still no volume. I was like, "What's going on? Is that the game?" So when I closed the game, the audio came back. It was it was fine. Yeah, uh, gotcha. It's and that happened three times also. Sometimes that happens. That, that's happened before. That's with never. Some, that's some games. That's never happened to me for any game, but this is that's the first time it's ever happened to me with uh, was with Andromeda. Um, nice. 10 out of 10. Is, <laughs> highly recommended. Has has something for everybody. Has something for everybody. <laughs> as long as everybody does not like... Oh, one th- let me say something good about the game. Um, it's, it ends. It's a lot... <laughs> it's, it's not torture forever. It's not torture forever. It The combat is very is is very uh, very fluid. Right, you very said that. Fun. Yeah, you were saying that last week. Oh, did I tell you about this already? You didn't say I, I could, you, didn't, you didn't say about beating it though. I was curious how the rest of the game went. It's just oh, okay. you started it, and at first you weren't sure about it, but you did say the combat was was a plus. Yeah, it's uh, the combat I think is is a lot more easy to get into or a lot more fun to play throughout than the original trilogy because the original trilogy relies a lot more on uh, cover shooting, uh, while this one is is more dynamic. You can. You can uh, just just run around. You have you have like a like a thrusters to dodge and shit. Mm-hmm. And you can jump. You can jump in this game. I don't think you can jump in, in uh, Mass Effect trilogy. Well, that was the I remember either the tech demo or whatever the de- like one of the first gameplay demos for the game that they were like really trying to hype people up was hey you can jump and you could use those thrusters to dodge and stuff and that's what got people insanely excited for this game. And then it launched, and people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> yeah, so that's something. Uh, I played as a Vanguard, and I'm, and I'm not sure if the Vanguard play style is the same as the original trilogy. 
where the you charge at somebody with your ability and it re recharges your your shield so you can just keep attacking people and gaining health back so you don't have to worry about dying which i really liked it's always a plus uh, i'd rather not have so to that, worry about dying exactly so in play and as out Vanguard, of the game. it's really good <laughs> so in and andromeda i haven't played any other play style but i really like vanguard so i i uh i, I recommend that there if you, you play it cool but I won't, uh, you know i won't play it though because you said it's not worth it yeah well, just play the original trilogy yeah it's, so um uh, but anyway jonah moving on to uh because you, you mentioned you went to pandora's box oh yeah i did <laughs> you're like wait a minute what the hell are you talking about no. yeah so, i was like did you I was like, what the fuck did i go to i did <laughs> yeah did you happen I, to, I, did you happen to pick up anything from there or? i did I, I bought uh gears of war ultimate edition for the xbox one okay uh i don't really need it <laughs> but i because I, I have gears of war 4 ultimate edition and 5 ultimate edition mm -hmm. i'm like why don't i just get ultimate edition for the one yeah the first one was remade the other ones are like DLC or something. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's that's um, I got that when we went to that one gaming store about a couple of years ago. I think you got the, the double pack with Rare Replay, right? Yeah. Or which I considered getting, but I was like, I have Rare Replay, and I might as well just get uh, Gears of War with the full box art. Uh, I like that, but I also really went to check out, you know, what else they if they restock PS3. If they got any cool Wii stuff, mm -hmm. any 360 stuff, you know, just everything they had, I was just looking at. Yeah. But there was really nothing uh, that I, I wanted to spend any money on aside from that Gears of War, which was pretty cheap. Did they keep stock of PS3? I know you mentioned because I asked about uh, 360s, and um, but did, were there a lot or were they just like whatever? They had I I saw in the I saw in their case they had uh, three 360s there. I think one of them was a. One of them was the four gig, and two of them were two fifty gigs, mm -hmm. and it was like ninety and one hundred and ten, the price difference between the two fifty and the four gig, and they looked pretty good. You know, the body wise, it, it, there wasn't any scratches or anything. It looked like it was it was pretty new. Cool, and they also had a three sixty in a box, like in the like in the th game section, not behind the glass, mm -hmm. but it was. Uh, but I don't think it was an S. I'm, I'm not sure what it was. Was it uh, but, uh? Was it the normal or was it the first edition one, the white one, or was it uh the one of the smaller, the the latest model that came out? I guess. I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, it might. It might have. I don't think it was the first one. It might have been the. It might have been the E, the Elite. The Elite could be. Yeah, but uh, it didn't have like a price, so I was like, whatever. It's it's uh it's I don't think it's as good. I think the E is like kind of cheap, cheap looking compared to the S. I remember when I had my uh, Gears of War edition, I really liked how the Gears of War one looked, mm -hmm. while the E one looks. I think it's supposed to like look more like an Xbox One X, right, or like Xbox One. Uh, I yeah, I don't know exactly. All I know is. <laughs> Those like were the most... less prone, if not, they were completely fixed of the Red Ring of well, Death. Well, yeah, so. I'm, I'm pretty sure the S was fixed of Red Ring of Death, and so was the the, the most recent one, the E. Mm -hmm. uh, but the S just looks better. 
and it feels more was that did premium. They, did they have uh, was it matte black or was it shiny? It was it was the one they well, the one he pulled out was matte black. Yeah, I prefer because that I, one. I check. Yeah, I, I check shiny. Yeah, I I uh, I I asked him to to check if he if it had the the hard drive he pulled it out and he and the first well the first one he pulled out was the four gig and it didn't didn't have a hard drive so the second one I think they're both bat black mm-hmm. but uh you know I'm not sure <laughs> that's not one hundred percent it's fine <laughs> but I know the first one was definitely matte black cool I I actually had to go back in to ask him because I left and I was like wait a second what was that was that uh what was the hard drive space because I didn't ask and it wasn't apparent. <laughs> he I asked him what this one was he was like oh that's 90. I was like okay thanks. Yeah. I like well, I, I shit wait. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you 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 looking for me. So that's cool. I don't know if they probably yeah, yeah, still that's... have it. But I don't know if I'll, I don't know. I'm I'm still on the cuz I don't think I don't know. I don't think you're in a you're in a, you should be in any rush to to worry about them selling out cuz I think that's been there for a while those those Xboxes. Yeah. Uh, like the last time I was there, they were there. I, I, cause I checked behind the counter to see if there's anything interesting also. Um, plus you can always check, uh, offer up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I can ever, and if I ever get back my uh, Xbox 360 from my buddy that I, I gave it to a while back, That's right. I was supposed to get it. I was supposed to get it back, but then like it was at their parents' house and I think they weren't speaking to them at the time. And it was just awkward to go back. We just left that alone, but I, now it's a coaster. Uh, and and then since since COVID, I I haven't really talked to them, so I was like, yeah, I don't want to just call up. Hey, can I have my three sixty back? Give it to me now. <laughs> yeah, if I ever get it back, uh, it's 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 yours if you want it, because I I I don't really interested in in uh, checking out my three sixty stuff. Yeah. Uh, Not I. You know what? What sparked my interest is I got a couple games. Um, Nostalgia strikes again is all I'm going to say. And then, um, but it's like couch co-op games. So if my kids were interested later down the road, we could play all together. Um, but it's one of the few games that can't be played on Xbox One or Series X. And I did a little research and there's a lot of games actually that are not com- compatible still. Backwards compatible. Um, so that's a little, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe it would be uh, beneficial to... Get another 360 because I, I believe I sold them or I traded them all in when I got my PS4. Because at the time I was, uh, I mean, I really liked my Xbox. So that was my third one I got uh, because all the others red ringed within like a couple of weeks having them. So, but this one held strong and, you know, I take good care of all my stuff. So I was like, damn. Um, but I did trade it all in and a lot of my games too for uh, um, a PS4 just because at the time I really couldn't uh, spring for one. Because I think, I think that was a couple months after I, I moved into my house after fixing it up. So I was a little, you know, a little short on funds. <laughs> but Understandable. Oh, well. That's how. <laughs> it's what it's what happens. I think because yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five was coming out, and I was like, I gotta get it because I gotta play it because that's what I did with PS3 because I love the fourth one, and and uh, to this day I've yet to beat Metal Gear Solid Five because um, I think it's open world and weird. Yeah, with Metal Gear Solid Five, like the open world really kind of gr- uh, grinded on me. But the one thing that really uh, made me not really interested in continuing was like I, apparently the ending wasn't complete. Exactly. Like I saw. That's what it was. I saw. I saw there were like like voiced sketches of like the scene 
that's supposed to be the ending or something. And I was like, that's not cool. Yeah, someone, Why would you do that? Someone said it, the ending wasn't there yet. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to get invested in this and uh, spend all these hours in this open world game. I mean, listen, it looks fantastic and plays really well. I'll give them that. Um, but, I mean, it's still technically a prequel game. Like, four pretty much wrapped everything up, I guess, I think. I don't know. But the fourth one, um, or the fifth one, there's a lot of mystery still in it. And I just... Because, you know, I, I bought a PSP to play the um, Portable Ops games because that led into these games. If I... Or no. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. I hope so. I think I think the Portable Ops... No, the Portable Ops... Anyway, the portable ops, yeah, it's still, yeah, it, it's a continuation into the fifth game because he, yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm glad we had this talk. Yes, just just <laughs> confirm. Uh, but anyway, yes, I traded my Xbox stuff so I can do that, and so I want it back. That's the long story short. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff on uh, Xbox 360 that never really came came up. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Asura's Wrath. Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah, I and do. That, that's like, it's kind of like God of War, but a little a little more intense, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, speaking of God of War, um, Jonah, I did play Bayonetta. Uh, I didn't beat Ooh. it, but I got up, I got up to Chapter 6. Um, I thought I was going to have more time over the weekend, but unfortunately I did not. But I tried my best, so I got up to Chapter 6. And... Um, I do like it. It's a really good game. Uh, it reminds Hell me yeah. of like it, you know it's a hack and slash, but it doesn't get boring. You know, like it's not the same bosses over and over again. Like each boss is almost a new boss. Yeah. And then if you've yeah. played that boss before, they add like another boss or something to it. It, it adds uh, some cool, and the weapons are fun. And so far, like I mean, it's very. Now this was a Nintendo. What was it? What it come on first? Well, it came out on PS3. Well, it was I think it was developed on the 360 and ported to PS3. Okay. Uh, so the best version back then was for the 360 and the PS3 one had some issues. Mm-hmm. I remember I played on the PS3, there was some uh it, I didn't really have too much of a problem, but there were some frame rate issues, I think. Okay. But uh when Bayonetta 2 was coming out, every the Bayonetta became like a uh Nintendo thing cuz Nintendo funded 2. And that's exclusive to Switch, uh, the Nintendo's consoles. Yeah, probably forever. <laughs> but that's that's a very interesting thing because the point is, you know, it's a very, I would say it's like a sexual character. You know, like every yeah. shot's like a groin shot, a chest shot, an ass shot. Um, Hell yeah, she's flaunting everything, and it's like I was thinking, I was like, they didn't Nintendo like grab this? I'm like, that's so interesting to see Nintendo. I mean, back in the day too. I mean, now you have Doom and stuff on Nintendo. But at the time, you know, you're looking at it like, wow, good for them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I do enjoy it very much so far. Well, I'm glad to hear it. It's a super good game. And uh, once you're done with that, if you want to play Bayonetta 2, let me know. Although you'll have to play it on the Switch. It's not on PS4. That's okay. I don't have... Or Wii U. It's, you can play on the Wii U. I have the Wii U one also. Ah, which one would you prefer? Well, I think you don't have a Wii U, so you can play it on the Switch. I don't have a Wii U. <laughs> I gotta get a pro controller for the Switch, I think, because I've been using um, the nunchucks. (laughs) 
Yeah, the the Joy Cons. Joy Cons, yeah, not the that was uh, that was the Wii. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't that. get one, if you don't get one by the time you're playing the Bayonetta two, I'll let you borrow mine. I did look for that on Prime though, but they had a bunch of third party Pro controllers. I was like, eh, I don't know. Never worth it. I mean, I, Pro I, controller. Uh, that f- I feel like they they feel really good in your hand, like when you're when you're playing them. I, f- I feel like they're they're worth it. Um, I mean they're actually pretty expensive. They so, are. That's uh, why I never got one. Like I exactly. never saw the need to. Because uh, I mean I would, because I would probably want to get you know if Steph was going to play because the Joy Cons at least you can split them up into two controllers. You have you have two controllers right there. Um, but uh, you know the the Pro controller I would just. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I I would get two of them, but yeah, they they always been expensive. So I've always been keeping an eye out for deals, but haven't really I, pulled the trigger on it yet. I have two of them. I have the one regular one, and I got one in like a Smash Bros. Special Edition. So mm-hmm. it's a Smash Bros. Edition uh, controller. Here's the thing about me: I don't like Smash Bros. <laughs> like I'm. I don't, I mean, it's not for everybody. It's basically just a fighting game with your with a, a lot of people's yeah. favorite characters, and that's it. If you have friends, yeah. you might like the game. Yeah, I mean, if you I don't, up, like, I don't have friends. <laughs> a four-player co-op or a four-player couch mashup—that'd be hilariously fun, just like yeah. the old N64 days. Um, but uh, honestly, the one of the reasons I got it was because I like special edition controllers, and it came with the controller. Plus, I think it came with a steel book for uh, the Smash Bros. Yeah, and I like steel books. Well, I was gonna say Bayonetta is a—you got that steel book. And yeah, it's very, very nice. Yeah, it's the it was the launch edition. I think I tried I I tried to get the Xbox edition recently just because I want to have every copy of the game. Oh yeah, but it's uh, the Xbox now they only sell it in the regular case because it was only the launch copies of the Steel Book. Okay, so that didn't work out for me. It's okay, but you know, but I think I have like every copy, every version of Bayonetta. I think I uh, except uh, I wanted to get the Japanese Bayonetta for the Switch because it came with. A physical copy of Bayonetta One, while mm. the English one comes with only a download code. Gotcha. But other than that, I'm pretty much set with Bayonetta copies. I can build a house with Bayonetta copies. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what I really enjoyed too was the fact is when you put the disc in, it already gives you the option of what game you wanted to play because it was a double pack or whatever the game. Yeah. Um, and you didn't have to wait to upload or download or anything. It really like it took maybe maybe a minute to get it ready to go well that's yeah that's pretty because i was i was worried because i remember something about that was different about like boot about booting the game up um i don't remember what it was but i was like i think he has to install it uh or something i'm not sure but uh so so i like warned you yeah. to make sure you put no. it in and just give it a shot before <laughs> you mean, actually want to play it ever since uh let's just say the ps4 um generation because everything's you know it's a whole nother generation now but it it used to be you can go to the store pick up the game come home and play it right away now you go to the store pick it up put it in install it update it come back maybe five hours later and maybe you can play it (laughs) (laughs) that's what it's that's what we're up to now yeah i mean and you know there's always there's always you know one thing that actually reminds me of something is uh one thing I really don't like about those limited runs is this is a tangent, but I, one thing I don't like about limited run co- like uh, companies is that they release these these games that are digital only, but I'm like they're coming physical. 
But I really wish they'd wait until the DLC is or like updates are stopped being like made, right. so they can put everything on the disc. Yeah, so you have the ultimate like, version of that game. Because the whole point of these guys is like, hey, we got everything on on this cartridge on this disc. Uh, this everything that was digital only is now on this thing. But really, it's it's uh, part of it's on the thing, and the rest is DLC. Yeah. And it's really you can't eliminate that because you're not going to keep re-releasing games just to have everything that's ever released for that be patched into the game on disc. I would like them to do that so that I can. Yeah, well, that's what so I, I was. Get that, but as I was, I was saying last episode with, you know, regular games, sometimes it's best to wait the year because then you get the uh, complete edition, physical with everything, all the patches, yeah. all the DLC. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, but sometimes sometimes they don't even release a, a like that definitive or a complete edition. But sometimes they do, and I guess it's worth worth giving it a shot. Or it just to, becomes uh, nine bucks, it. Jonah, <laughs> and then you then you're good. You save I mean, all that technically, money. technically, if you own a PS5, Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition is free, free ninety nine, <laughs> because uh, the PS Plus collection is is like a whole bunch of games, like uh, God of War, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, all those big games, Uncharted Four, just completely free. You can download onto your PS Five. Right. But I was like nine bucks, physical copy, hand it over. Plus, I really like the cover art. Final Fantasy always has really good cover art, so it was a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're like trying to talk me into telling you that it was okay, but I'm like, Jonah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Or you're I trying need- to convince yourself it was a it was a noble purchase. Yeah, I the mean, box I, art's awesome. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I always second guess myself because I I'm always like, oh, these look at all these deals, <laughs> look at all these deals. <laughs> but then afterwards, I'm like, do I really want that? <laughs> I know that's the thing. Man. Actually, it's uh... actually w- w- one other thing I got was Iron Man VR for PS4. Oh it was yeah, on sale okay. for I think nine, twenty bucks, nineteen bucks, twenty bucks. And I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. Let's get that. I don't own a PSVR. I was going to say. I, I don't, don't plan on owning a PSVR. <laughs> but but here you, we are. Here, here you are, Jonah. <laughs> yeah, Ready for your VR future. Yeah. I mean, that's I think funny. I actually have a couple of VR games because I think uh, Doom 3 VFR or something was exclusive to GameStop. I'm like, will this become rare? <laughs> you never know. So I got, well, so I go. got that. And then I got like the the star like the Darth Vader VR game that released recently because I like the cover. Jonah, one day you're gonna open your own uh, shop. <laughs> Jonah's and I won't... Jonah's collectibles and uh, I don't even know gold gold jo- mine. Jonah's jo- gold Jonah's mine. Jonah's uh, emporium of games. There you go. And I'm like everything here is priced for sale, and they're like, "Can I buy this?" I'm like, "No, that's mine." <laughs> Do you have you Iron look- Man VR? Do I? Here you go. Do you have the VR? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> we don't play VR here. We only own VR. We only own it and sell it. Yeah. It's up to you to I, get the 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 technical things. I, I think I think part of the reason I actually bought some of the VR games is because I read something about uh, PSVR's next generation like iteration coming out sometime next year, and it's gonna be like pretty good Mm -hmm. then again i don't know if that was very like i I don't even know that was a good source (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm uh, I'm sure they'll hell yeah i'm sure they'll come out with some but um 
they have to see if the market's there or not for it too because they got to make sure they're not going to lose a bunch of money on it. But I feel like if they make it where it's convenient for the, the buyer, you know, and they don't have to go crazy with um, buying expensive gear for it, then I think it'll it'll sell pretty good. For me, motion, yeah. it's just the motion sickness is why I, I probably would never really try it, give it a shot. For, yeah, for, for me, it was, uh, it's just, I don't want to pay a console price for uh, the headset, you know? Mm-hmm. But if it's uh, if the experience is worth it, like there's good games on there, then I'll then I would get it if the hardware was like good. Yeah. Like I I know like the HTC Vive and all those upper end things they cost like a thousand dollars, and then the PSVR costs like two ninety nine or something. But the two so it can't really compete with them. Right. But honestly, if it could compete with them, but it's stuck with the two ninety nine, then I'll get it. So you know. Yeah. For me, I would need the um, the little trackpad that you run on with, like, the vest. Everything like, oh, with yeah. the motion in the vest, which, like, if you're playing a shooter, like, it would make you feel like you got hit. Like, that's the stuff, like, I want. I want, like, a full immersion into, like, a first-person shooter. So- I, I saw... I remember back during the whole VR craze, there was, like, a Kickstarter for, like, a... Like, it was, like, a treadmill, but it was... You're in, like, a... Yeah. Like, a concave thing. Right. You're just, like... You just we can run in it, and you have a harness and shit, mm-hmm. so you can keep you from falling over. But it was a, it was a cool concept. But I don't know if that ever really took off. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Plus, something like that would be expensive, and yeah, um, like for me, I would just I would picture, uh, like picture like um like a wetsuit sort of thing with like all the sensors in it. Mm. So like the thing of the dual sense controller, but it has like that kind of technology where like. You can like feel the environment you're walking on, like um, I don't know. Like I feel I want like a full immersion, like that. Yeah, way. no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I, I think for me, I'm I'm like I'd, I'd like that too. But I'd be okay with just like really good head tracking and, uh, and you know something that eliminates motion sickness because I think that is an issue with a, with at least PSVR. Mm-hmm. I think the upper end ones might have figured that out. Like they, there might not be motion sickness with there, but yeah, uh, I don't really want to spend a thousand dollars on a VR, uh, yeah. Especially since these are still just experiences rather than games, you right? Know? Yeah, and that's the thing. I think PlayStation was was saying that they're gonna. I think they were gonna look into the market and see what's going on. I don't know because, like you said, they have to try to figure out a way to turn like the thousand dollar products into something that's more, you know. Yeah, something more feasible to, yeah. for the for, for us the, folks, uh, for the layman, <laughs> for these nine ninety nine guys over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a I'm not a streamer. <laughs> yeah, I don't have an HTC yeah. Vive just sticking it hanging uh, hanging around. Yeah, right. I can't play. I can't play. Uh, I remember there was a game that came out uh, for VR, and it was like fuck, what was it? It was v- VR only, but it was like something everyone wanted to play because it was Half Life. Half Life has has a VR sequel now. Oh really? Yeah, or VR spinoff or something. I don't know, but it, it was. It. I think it's called Half Life Alex or something. Um, I don't know. But that's I think the that that's probably the the biggest game in VR. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just because it's a Half Life game. Yeah. Wow. Didn't even know that existed. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I only know because I I'm kind of interested in VR, but I don't want. But I'd, I'd rather just wait for PlayStation VR to get good. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. rather than, rather because I I don't 
really play PC games, so if I can play P- my PS4 games in uh, VR, that'd be cool. Right. I hear you. I hear you, man. But Jonah... I don't, I don't hear myself. <laughs> Jonah, have you watched anything this past week? Anything good? Fuck, I did? Wa- oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, recently, since I was into Mass Effect recently... You watched City and Hunter? And still am. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. One day you I'll will. watch it. Someday, someday my prince will come. But um, I watched something called the expanse have you have you watched the expanse mm, don't think so is that an anime or is that a no it's a it's a live action uh it's an amazon prime show uh it's it's set in space mm. but apparently i i watched it because somebody said that it's 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 very similar to mass effect oh really <laughs> like the main character james holden is 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 pretty similar to commander shepherd Although I don't really see it that much, but it's still pretty good. Okay. But uh, but you know he's he's uh he's a spaceman, <laughs> and he's uh, in, a, in a position of of leadership. He's got his ship, and there's a there's like a some kind of a mysterious enemy that's fighting them, and they don't know who they are. And I think that's pretty cool. So it's a. Did you watch the whole show or? No, I only watched uh, part of the first season so uh. far. So, and it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. It's uh, apparently later on some kind of husk in 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 Mass Effect. There's an enemy called the husks, which are like humans transformed by uh, uh, like Reaper technology into like monsters, and those kind of things are in the Expanse. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they're like there's an enemy in it later on in the show. I haven't seen it, but I've seen screenshots of it and they look almost exactly like a husk. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and apparently like the writers of the uh Expanse or one of the creators talked about how much they disliked the Mass Effect 3 ending back in the day, so they know about the games. <laughs> mm. So obviously something's happening there. Gotcha. You know, maybe they're they're taking inspiration, so All right. There you go, that's cool. So I I, I like it I like it a good amount. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, nice. But I'll I'll see what see what develops in throughout the show. I think there's five seasons. Oh wow! So it's been yeah. a show that's been around for a little while. Right. I think I think it might have ended after the fifth season or get, or got canceled or something. I'm not sure. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. That's because Andromeda came out and they lost their inspiration. Fucking Andromeda! <laughs> Did you know? I don't know if I told you this. Last week, but I, I I looked it up. But apparently, with our technology right now, it would take us forty four billion years to get to Andromeda. That's so fast. <laughs> yeah, but also it's predicted that uh, Andromeda and the Milky Way will will collide within four billion years. So I'll mark my calendar. <laughs> so within, so within, uh, so it would take longer for us to try no, to get would, there. Yeah, ourselves. we wouldn't even leave our, our galaxy by the time that Andromeda comes to us. <laughs> so, so, well, is it coming to us or is our galaxy moving towards them? It. Well, I like to think that we're playing hard to get. Oh, okay. So we're so, we're, we're on the move. We're, we're we're are we all right? So we're we're technically our galaxy is a vessel somehow. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> that's the conclusion that I would draw from the situation. I like it. I'll stick yeah. with that. 
All but right. Because I, 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 I was like, what the hell? I can't believe that it took us 6,600 years to get to Andromeda. That's crazy. And then I was like, oh, by the way, in real life, it'll take us 44 billion years to get to Andromeda. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, it's a length of, length of time. And that's our closest. Uh, that's the closest galaxy to the Milky Way. It's a hell of a commute, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend it. I'd just say just go down to Camden. Gotta, I'll just live down there. Got to pay a lot of tolls on the way. <laughs> a lot of toll paying. Mm. Yeah. So nice. that's just something that I, I I Googled after I beat Mass Effect Andromeda. I was like, what, wow. what is that anyway? What's the distance? <laughs> just out of curiosity. Can I make yeah. a weekend out of this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, can I get there if I wanted to in like 20 years when, when uh, Elon Musk decides to build a space station well to... you know what first we got to figure out how to make wormholes and once we do that and we could safely transport into them i think that's that's when we'll start traveling to places i found a wormhole in my front lawn oh neat where'd it go uh just there was a worm living in it oh uh, yeah <laughs> jonah don't ever do science oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> cool well i uh i watched loki the second episode and it's you know like all marvel stuff is getting good or i should say it's been good but it's now you're like ah okay you got me yeah I, i'm gonna watch it. i i also watched the, the watched the loki episode this was this the third one or second episode second I think episode. It was the third one second episode no no because in the first episode they were um uh, he was like oh my god what's going on in the second episode he was uh, actually, I don't know. Second episode <laughs> is when he... Second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. And I like the fact that they just jumped... They, they jumped the shark. Not jumped the shark. That's a whole other thing. They flipped the script on the on like him working with the uh, the time guys. Yeah. Uh, all, all Just like already. I thought this was going to be like a buddy cop thing with Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I, that would be cool to watch. Uh, but at the same time, I thought um, it's uh, interesting we're going to take it from here. Um. I was also pretty confused. I was like, oh, I thought we were fighting Loki. Who the hell's this? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, apparently it's like another uh, another Lady Loki or something from the comics. I don't right. Know. Yeah, that's. I guess that's where they're going with on this one. Because um, the variants could be anything, I guess, Loki-wise. But we'll have to find out to, uh, to know for sure. But pretty sure that's what they're going with as a, for Lady Loki. So. Yeah, I think the the next episode's like tomorrow. So yep, Wednesdays they're releasing, which I have to wait till Fridays, because that's my date night, and uh, that's when we'll we'll watch some stuff. But internet's getting kind of hard with all these, uh, you know, spoilers and stuff. You kind of have to throw your phone away, because <laughs> uh, they they were releasing them on uh, Fridays, uh, the other shows, but then this one they're like, oh, we'll do a Wednesday, and fuck you all up. So I'm like, okay. Do they- do they have like another show they're releasing at the same time? Maybe that's why. Or I don't know. Maybe something just, took its time slot. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it's just an arbitrary. Hey, let's do Wednesday instead. Middle of the week, everybody's watching. You know why <laughs> they probably were like, oh well, people are on summer break now. Let's just mess them up. But it's like, no, I have to work all the weeks. I want Friday. <laughs> that's my. It's my date night. It's when we're, we can watch. I don't know, but, um, but yes, also Jonah, I, uh, you should watch this cause you haven't watched it yet, but, um, 
the uh, Netflix Castlevania show? No, I, I well, I should finish watching yes, it, but I did watching. watch the first season. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to do that before the new series comes out, uh, the new Matt. The new Mass Effect series, <laughs> you know, the new uh, Castlevania. Castlevania series right. that was announced. Uh, it it does look pretty cool. It is good. Yeah, the it wraps up nicely. It's just for me. I always have a hard time deciding to start something because, uh, yep. Whenever whenever I'm like, hey, let me just watch something. I'm gonna watch something that I know I'm already I already like, like a Psych. I'm already invested. Yeah, Steph. <laughs> you know, Steph has Psych on in the background all the time. So I'm yeah, exactly. Like, me too. Oh, this episode, I just like, sit and watch it for like a couple minutes. Yeah, I, I do this. I, I do the same thing. It's it's just it's just like comfort food for me for for me. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, but with other things, like with the expense, it took me a little bit for it to actually for me to like start being like, okay, come on, you can give it a shot. Just, mm-hmm. just it's watch. the same thing with me too. Um, because I was actually. Uh, like invincible same thing i saw it like constantly being advertised i'm like do i even you know like i don't know i don't know then you recommended it i watched it and loved it um castlevania has always been that too where like the seasons would come out and i would just forget about it and then i would come back to it and then i'm like do i want to watch this now all right so i watched the first episode but then you're like oh okay then you hit the next episode next episode it helps too that they're they're shorter episodes. They're not like you have to commit 45 plus minutes to something, which uh, really does help. Um, but yeah, I'm the same. I'm in the same boat. And like that uh, Jupiter's um, that show that got canceled. Uh, it was just that thing, like trying to start it. I just couldn't because I was like, I don't know. Like it looks like it looks like it's okay, but do I want to watch it? I was like, Jonah, I was like, Jonah said it was okay, and I was like, uh, and I didn't. And then as soon as I heard it was canceled, I was like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once you hear something's canceled and you were on the edge, like what what's the point of what finished of starting something that's not gonna be finished? Right. You know, exactly. it's like then then when you get to the end, you're like, I know this is not gonna keep going. I'm never gonna find what's gonna how they're gonna bookend this uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Where because one of the, a part of it is getting invested in the settings that they're in in the uh, strands of the story that they're setting up, right? That are gonna keep going throughout the show, but knowing that those strands are never gonna go anywhere, that just makes me not want to try it. Exactly, exactly, and uh, I mean that. Unfortunately, that apparently that show was doing okay too. I just don't know why. I mean, a couple of other shows recently got canceled. I don't know. I forget the names, but they were saying they yeah, were doing yeah. really good. And it was just one of those things that just was like Netflix was like, nope, bye. doesn't make any sense. I guess they do everything by some kind of algorithm that tells them, hey, this this won't do good if you do another season or something. They're like, listen to the almighty algorithm. It's telling us to do this. So let's cancel it. Again, Santa Clarita Diet was was so, great. Was fantastic. <laughs> and then they're like, let's just cancel it. See what it does. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's It's so weird, but knock on wood, shows that I've been watching haven't cut the cut yet, so. Yeah. Um, and, and Netflix sometimes does really good stuff like at, like that. Uh... <laughs> the show, I don't even know the name of. No, remember, you, I think you watched it too. The uh, it's, it's the Black Samurai anime. Uh, Yas Yasuke, 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 yeah. Yasuke, yeah. See, that was that was pretty cool, and I'm, I'm not sure if that's like a thing that they somebody like an, you know how Netflix sometimes takes an anime or another show from a different country and then just like puts their name on it and is like, this is an original, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think this was an actual 
Netflix original. Yeah, like, I, yeah. Because I was looking yeah. through the credit. Because you can tell by, um, I looked at the 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 subtitles and and language and English was number one, and then you have English with subtitles. So I didn't see anything. I think there is a Japanese, but I think um, I it seems like it was made for you know the Netflix English speaking right. audience. So. Because it's 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 weird how they have the same label, uh, Netflix original for both Netflix originals and foreign shows and stuff that are not Netflix originals. They were just put on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand why that's a thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's interesting. That's a, that, yeah, that, that's a thing. I've seen I've seen shows. Um, I, I I can't give you like a specific thing, but uh, I'll 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 give you next week when I look at Netflix, <laughs> but. But it's it shows like animes or or dramas. Like I, I'm pretty sure there's some Korean dramas or Japanese dramas that I've seen. Um, that say Netflix original, but I know they're not Netflix originals because they're old Japanese shows that are not from around <laughs> this like year or any any time close to this year. Yeah, uh, it must so, be some sort of rights thing where they would have to pick it up and they're able to, you know. So that so I'm saying they should have like a Netflix uh, licensing title or something. I don't know, uh, like like premi- like uh, presented by Netflix or something. Right, like Netflix original. Instead of be like, just this is ours. Me. This was our idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it rubs me the wrong way. Netflix <laughs> canceling my shows and stealing people's work. I gotta be honest. Castlevania was the first thing I watched on Netflix in a long time. Um, I've been stick. I've been watching Prime. Uh, and uh, HBO Max, Disney Plus. Damn, I'm spoiled with all these uh, streaming services. Yeah, I mean, my my sister is the one that subscribes to Netflix, so I don't pay anything. Yeah, but uh, if I was paying something, I'd probably cut Netflix. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, like I said, Castlevania was really good. Yasuke was really good. They have I mean, Co- I- they have Cobra Kai. So I mean, I gotta. I mean, sure, but you can always, unless there's like a special deal, you could always just re-sign whenever there's giving that giving you uh, the specific show releasing. But uh, it's it's just for the most part, whenever there's a show, I want to watch something while I'm doing something in the background, or if I just want to watch something, I'm always gonna get a better choice selection uh, from HBO Max, Disney Plus, maybe not so much Disney Plus. I think Disney Plus, I just watch for the Marvel stuff. Well, we we need that. That's our that's our life support with the kids because they'll watch <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and you know yeah. to calm down and to, that's their uh, before bedtime calming yeah. show and uh, they like um like, when I, when I, I was like a, colors and stuff like that. So when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Winnie the Pooh. I I remember I watched this one Winnie the Pooh movie like uh, like twenty times in a row. There was it was like the one where they had to go. Fuck, they're trying to find Christopher Robin in uh, well, Skull. He went to, yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah. Skull. S C H O O L. Skull. Skull. <laughs> uh, I, I, I watched that one so many times. I love that movie. I like that movie. It's actually a good one out of yeah. all of them. Because that one I think was in theaters. Um, yeah. It just has that theater quality to it. Yeah, it was a lot of the scenes were very uh, nice to look at too. A lot of the settings, right? Because they, oh. they had that whole ice cave or something. Yeah. Yep. And they have um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's one I, I try to put that one on every once in a while. But they like the uh, many adventures, like the first original Winnie the Pooh, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And then there's like another version of that. Um, and then there's like a whole bunch of side quests that they, they basically have one for each character. The worst one is yeah. the Piglet movie. I can't, I tell <laughs> Steph, I'm like, please don't put that one on. Don't let them know this one exists, please. <laughs> At the, like, it's just, it's, it's not good i mean like I, I the story's okay but they have like stupid songs and it. it's the wor- it's the most annoying one let's put it that way right right and at the end there's like this lady that had um i forget her name but she's an artist from the 70s i guess that made like a couple of hit songs and she's like in the credits just strumming a guitar singing the song i'm like why are you here <laughs> this makes no sense you're not a winnie the pooh and friends yeah <sighs> So, but yes, Jonah, I do enjoy that Winnie the Pooh movie you speak of. <laughs> I yeah, try to put that uh, one on. Only only real chads like that movie. That's it. <laughs> oh, Pooh Bear. <laughs> yeah, but, I I remember I I remember I think I think at a point my uh I think I was like uh 8 or something. No, no, not even 8. I was going to say it was uh I think that one came out in 98. Or something. Um, no, no, I don't know. I I don't care. <laughs> well, I, I was I was young, and I think I watched it so much. My my parents were just like, just stop watching it. <laughs> just like just watch something else or go outside. I'm like, you've become the Pooh Bear. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's because I I always I always got those from like the rental video store, but I always got the same one. It's like we just keep going back and spending the same spending money on the same movie. Buy, try something else. Well, it's just like these kids. I mean, they we put, we'll put on the same thing, and it's just like they just stare at it like it's the first time watching it. I'm like, I can recite this movie. Yeah. But I guess that's with everything, you know? Right, right. So, Jonah, next time you come over, we'll give you a, We're watching we'll, it. We'll give you a cup of milk, and you can watch that with the with the boys. Hell yeah! <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Give you a little nostalgic uh, kick. <laughs> You'd I like, can't wait wow. to go to Skull. Give you a little blanket and you can sit in, you know, cross-legged on the floor like a little child. <laughs> big child, big man. <laughs> um, Jonah, what else could we talk about? Let's see. I talked about, oh, did you have a list of games you wanted to give me on the podcast? Cause... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, I did. I actually brought some games down here to show, to, like, bring up to the camera. Oh, perfect. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so... I'm not going to talk about stuff like Yakuza because I've already told you play Yakuza. Yeah. It's great. Well, let's, and there's let's, like seven games. So. Here, here's a little back story to lead up into this. So, okay. Um, Jonah's basically going to give, uh, give me a list of games for me to play because I've been having a tr- hard time playing games because I can't, I want to play them obviously, but my time is so short and I don't want to get into a super long game. Um, and then only be able to play it like two hours here and there and then not be able to play it for a week because that just annoys the heck out of me. Um, so Jonah graciously uh, wrote a list of games that he thinks that I'll be able to play and also games that he highly recommends. So here we go. Okay, yeah. So what the main criteria was uh, to make sure that these are games that you can play in like short bursts. Right. And they don't take forever to, to beat. Correct. Awesome. Um, so let's start out with, uh, actually, let me start out with something that I know was on your radar at one point. I'm not sure if you ever actually got it, but we talked about it once. 
and it's Shovel Knight. Oh, uh, yes. Trevor, treasure Trove. I have not gotten that yet, but I, dude, I've been keeping an eye on like price <clears throat> pricing for that game. I even, I'm almost, I was gonna get the DS version just because it was a little bit uh, lower in price, but I'm like, I might, I gotta, I might want to get it on Switch. You might want to get this version because this has all the DLC on it. Right. Like, uh, it says it says right in the back. It says Shovel Knight, uh, <clears throat> Shovel of Hope. Uh, these are very small letters. I was gonna say. <laughs> Plague, Plague of Shadows, Specter of Torment, King of Cards, and Shovel Knight Showdown. So it's got everything in here. It's like the the complete edition. Wow. So, yeah, it's so awesome. You, so if you do want to get your own copy, you probably want to search for this one. But uh, if you ever if you want to play it, I'll, I'll I'll let you borrow this one also. Sure. After you beat Bayonetta. Okay. Cool. Now, are, <laughs> uh, Jonah, are these in playing order? Are these like direct? Oh no, this is this okay. is in whatever order I stacked them in. Gotcha. So. Okay. I didn't know if you were like. You know, some people like, oh, they make like a CD album. They're like, you have to listen in this order. And it brings you on a journey. <laughs> no, no, just, you know, whichever one you want to try first, you try first. All right, cool. Uh, and also, and on the list was Bayonetta, but I gave that to him early. Yes. So, uh, so there, there's that. And I am enjoying okay. that. Yeah, hell yeah, you are. We couldn't continue this podcast if you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate this game. I hate games. I want it off. Exactly. I'm offended by this character. Go on, John. Uh, I'm excited. So this one I played on the Wii U a lot, and I think I think you'll like it a lot. Also, it's a platformer, Rayman Legends. Oh, okay, uh, yes, perfect, awesome. Uh, I my my copy is sealed, but only because I I played the whole thing on the Wii U. Like I I completed the whole thing. I got all the lums mm-hmm. in every st- every level. Um, it's one of my favorite platformers. I'll have time. to I'll have to look for that because I've been uh, I wasn't now that's on PS4 as well right yeah it's on it's on everything um, what would you recommend I only played it on the Wii U and it was specifically made for the Wii U but uh, I think any any it's probably good for good on anything okay uh, so you know whatever just probably on the Switch just because it's uh it's portable yeah you play it play it on the couch you know just uh, pick it up do that's a level. True. That is true, and uh, you can just put it down. But one of the one of the things that really like sold me on it when I first played it was it has at the end of the, at the end of each like world there's like a level where it's like a it's like you're doing the platforming to to the music. There's like a music oh, playing. Yeah? Cool. Like one of the songs is Black Betty. Oh yeah, uh, and you're you have to like make the movements at the right time to match the song, or you're probably gonna mess up. Uh, and it's really fun. Wow, that does sound that, pretty cool. Uh, and this is the last Switch game. Uh, this is Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Yes, that is on my radar as well. I almost so, pulled yeah. the I almost pulled the trigger this week, but it or this past uh, Prime Day, but it, it it was like a little bit off, but it wasn't a lot off. And I was gonna be like, I kind of want to do it, but I didn't pull the trigger. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very good game. I like it a lot, but a lot of people didn't like it because it's not exactly like the other 3D Mario games, like you know, Galaxy, Mario mm-hmm. 64, and uh, Sunshine, because you know those guys, you, you're just walking around the, the world, right, and doing stuff in that world. Well, these are stages. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I like that these, though. Yeah, exactly. This is a, uh, this is like you know how Super Mario, uh. 
yeah, old in, school. Uh, in the old school ones, yeah. you like go to a different world, right? And they have like stages in them. It's like that. It's like an obstacle course yeah. with stages and stuff. And I think that's perfect for you because you can do all the stuff in the in the stage, do whatever stage you want, and then you can just stop playing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you need to. The um, yeah, I mean, the only negative I heard about the game was when you have like four players, it like the way the camera angle is, it kind of makes it chaotic. But some people said it was fun, so. But yeah, I I really liked it. I play I played it on the Wii U, and I started playing this one, but I haven't gotten to the Bowser's Fury stuff yet, which is the new stuff. Yeah. Um, and I I played with Nina, my my younger sister, when I played it on the Wii U, uh, and and I think it does like zoom out a bit when to try to keep everybody on screen, but right. it's it's never really been too much of an issue for me. Mm-hmm. But then again, I I I don't really care too much about like uh, the s- smaller things, but it could bother yeah. somebody. I could see how it could bother somebody. Yeah. Uh, Not me, though. I'm impenetrable yeah. to those things. <laughs> Here's a PS4 game. This was actually re- released on the PS5 also. Uh, and I think it was free recently on uh, PS Plus as the like the definitive edition. This is Control. Oh. I uh I think I know that game, but it's I haven't it's not on my radar, but I'm excited now. Yeah, it's uh you play as some lady who is some kind of supernatural stuff that I don't really understand too much because I see here's what happened to me. Okay, I th- so I know I, what game it is now. When you, as soon as you said that, as weird as that was, I know I'm like, "Oh yes, okay, now I know now I know what you're talking about." So here's what happened to me is I played this I start I booted up the game like a year ago and then I stopped. <laughs> I stopped after they explained a lot of the exposition to me. And then like a couple months ago I was like, "Let me play that again." And I continued. Okay. So I don't know what they were doing for a while. <laughs> I think I picked some stuff up as I played, but I uh I I, I missed out a lot of the backstory that they told me in the beginning. Okay, so you can you but, didn't restart it. You literally just continued. I just continued. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, that's dangerous. <laughs> it's very dangerous, and it uh, worked against me. But it's uh, I I really like the environments in 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 here. It's you're stuck in the building called like the oldest house or something. I'm not sure why it's called that. I might have missed it. Um, actually, they keep mentioning the oldest house throughout the game, and I only put it together that we're in the oldest house right now. After a while. <laughs> This like, oldest house. Like, where the fuck is that? I, I thought, haven't seen I it we were, I thought we were a government agency. What, what is this? <laughs> uh, so, like, apparently it's some kind of extra dimensional thing has happened. And it's like, it's like trapped everyone in this building. And you have to, like, cleanse it or something. I'm not quite sure. But it's very, uh, the combat's really fun. Your upgrades are really fun. Um, the story is pretty cool. And there's also a level near the end that I'm just going to speak specifically about this level. It's very fun. And I wish I could do it again. I wish there was more more of the game was like that level. It's like near the end. But uh, you'll know it when it's going to get there. Okay. But uh, this game takes, I think, uh, maybe a little bit more than 10 hours to complete. Uh, as long as you don't well, like get sidetracked with a lot of the side quests and stuff. Mm-hmm. I did some side quests, but I, I didn't really think it was worth it to do a lot of them. Okay, but uh, it's 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 very good. It looks very good too graphically. I haven't played the PS5 version. I just played the PS4 version. Okay, but it, it looks very good, and the loading times were were, were uh, pretty quick too. Oh, good. And I played on the PS4 Pro. Oh, okay. So, uh, 
That's all right. I mean, loading times, they are what they are. I'm not too worried about loading times. As, uh, yeah, but the, the the main thing here is is like the combat is is really fun in here, and cool. it's and it's pretty quick. So yeah, that's that's great. That's that's big. I'm okay, excited. so uh, this one is a bit longer. I think this one's twenty hours. This one is if you ever wanted to give it another, give it a shot uh, for a longer game. Near Automata. Yeah. Okay. I mean, those this games one, look awesome. I just, like you said, didn't have the time to play, but I, I, um, that one I'll probably have to. Well, you know, what? by the time I, let's just say, by the time I get to that game, because that obviously won't be the first choice I choose, I'll probably be able to uh, try to get a better schedule down to try to fit them. Yeah. My goal is to at least, um, besides if we're doing the podcast two hours a day maybe but it's even that might be a little hard like some days might be a little less than that but i'll i'll try try my best hell yeah try my best to have fun (laughs) yeah i mean there's there's a there's a lot of stuff you could play i mean i i saw that i was like this is a really good game plus it's made by the same guys that made bayonetta Mm -hmm. so yeah uh, i could talk so we played um i don't know if we did but um when we did cartridge blast we played the the demo of um one of the near games. I don't know if it was that one or the one before it or after. Which what, well, is that replacement? Is that one that one is that one that This one? is a this is a sequel to Near from 2010. Okay. So we probably played the, the Automata's demo. Yes. Yeah. And that was fun. Uh, I had a great time. Yeah, it's it's very fun. Uh the the thing with the Near series is it's very very sad. <laughs> a lot of sad things happen. I actually played near replicant recently, uh, and I would recommend Re- replicant, but it's also a pretty long game. I think twenty hours also if you do everything. Mm-hmm. But I would rather you play Automata instead of near replicant, which is replicants a remake, not a, re- a remaster of the original near. Right. But it's the one that North America never got, so you don't play as the old guy; you play as the young guy. It's like it's like Japan's version, although gotcha. in Japan they got both versions. It's very confusing. But sounds confusing. <laughs> we we got the port of a game that of the version that we never got before. Gotcha. Cool. But I, I like uh, Automata better, I think. But they're both very good and very sad. Very very sad. <laughs> so prepare for an awesome, fun fighting game, or I wouldn't say fighting game, but uh, is it like a hack and slash? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like a hack and slash. Uh, it's got great music, great bosses. It's a hack and slash that'll make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's a tearjerker. I I I got through it recently, uh, and I was like, man, I hate crying so much. <laughs> no, cause cause like I've been I've been going through. I'm like. I think I've cried more these past couple months playing these games than I've cried in like the past ten years. <laughs> like I played uh, near Automaton, not near Automaton, near Replicant, cried a bunch. I played the Mass Effect trilogy, cried a bunch. <laughs> I'm not that emotional, you know. A, takes a real man to to admit all that, Jonah. No, it's it's funny to me just because I I'm not that emotional when I'm like playing games. Uh, like I didn't cry for Last of Us. Yeah. Didn't give a shit. You're like, but I now laughed. I laughed at that. No, I played these games back to back, and I'm just like, oh, oh. <laughs> how could this have happened? 
<laughs> How could he have done that to the Yoko Taro, who is the creator of Nier? <laughs> That's good, though. That means uh, the story is... Um... I don't know. You you got invested, and that's good. I got I got invested, and it was sad, but it was pretty cool. There's a lot of cool stuff. Awesome. So yeah, that's uh, those are my recommendations. No, that's I already, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I I uh, I didn't want to like get too many games up. No, that's perfect. I mean that that alone is enough to last me a while. Um. Yeah, I definitely like even just now. I just want to play. Um, get back to playing the game uh, that I was playing, which was Bayonetta. Because, Greatest well, a, I, time. a, it's a fun game, but also mm. B, because <laughs> it's a fast, fast-paced game, so you really have to make sure you remember what the controls are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually had that problem uh, when I first played it, where I uh, played it, and then I stopped playing it. This is when I told you I was like, I started playing it. I didn't really like it too much. And I came back a couple months later and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But when I came back to it, I was like, what the fuck do I do? Because yeah. I was just mashing the same button because I didn't I, have, know the combos. Well, I can see why you wouldn't like it because in the beginning, the story is like, like the storytelling is weird. But then yeah. it's slowly, because it's meant to do that because you're supposed to figure it out as you go on. So like the beginning, it kind of throws a lot at you. But then... You, the questions is like, what the hell's going on? Are answered as you continue on through the story. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, but like I said, I like it. It's it's basically um, like I just playing it for me personally. Like God, of, it's like God of War, but the gameplay's better because it's not the same like weapons and I mean, this is, I'm talking about the old God of War, not the PS4 version, which right, I haven't right. played yet. It's on my list, but it's too long right now to play. Um, soon though. But anyway, yeah, because you get new new weapons, and but the bosses are all different, I feel like. They're very, um, like, there's a new boss all the time. So, yeah. and uh, it's a lot of uh, dodging things. I like the time slows down, and I mean, it's, it's not really that hard either. I'm playing it on normal, and um, I think I got kind of caught up in one area. There was an area where I ended up... Uh, it was like you're climbing a tower on the inside, and I I got warped to this place where you're supposed to, like, stay up in the air for a while, and I couldn't figure that out, but then I realized, I looked it up online, I was like, oh, I, I ended up in, like, a bonus section, not the actual, like, I thought I had to get past this spot to continue, <laughs> so I wasted a couple, um, a good while there trying to figure it out, but then, um, and then I moved on. And a little bit after that, it got hard. Like, for some reason, there was, like, these two, two like, bosses that came out. They're, like, um, I don't know how to explain it. But, uh, anyway, if for some reason, I was having trouble. Because there were bosses I, I played before or beat. But this time, there was two of them. And, I don't know, I feel like as I died, it got harder. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good game, though. Like, it, there, there's not a lot of frustrating parts at all. Controls well. The dodging mechanic works great, which, you know, it's heavily uh, used. And, uh, yeah, it's just a story. The story is just, like, it's it's fast-paced. So it's not, not no, like, boring dialogue, no nonsense characters. It's kind of just like, all right, this is what's happening. Here you go. Enjoy. And it's, like, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like, the, the, the levels are all different. 
it's just weird. It's just nuts. It's it's cool. Yeah, I'm enjoying I it. Also, so thank you I for also, showing me and letting me borrow the game. Well, I'm, I'm glad you like it. I was actually worried that we would have like a would would have a falling out because <laughs> no, no. I can't uh, believe I'm, you gave me this. Sure. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. It's it's uh it's probably my favorite game. I don't know. I, it's I I'm really into Bayonetta uh the franchise. But it's I really like how over the top it is in it's a very lot of over situations. The top, yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of the, and all the characters, even like the the Danny DeVito character in the beginning. Yeah. I really like him too. <laughs> like even even the comic relief guy and uh the the guy from the Gates of Hell bar they're, they're all every character is just good <laughs> yeah it's just, yeah it, even even not even just talking about the gameplay which is great <laughs> uh just like the characters the the environments everything's good yeah and uh it's like i don't even know how to talk about bayonetta because it's just I, I like it a lot and the bayonetta 2 i think I I, th- I think it got like a perfect 10 in some places mm-hmm. when Bayonetta 2 came out. But I think I like Bayonetta 1 more than I like 2. But maybe that's just because, you know, it's Bayonetta 1. It's the first one. So I have a little, it's like a little biased. Right. Yeah. Sometimes that, that ends up being the, the case where, you know, something new grabs you because you have more, you know, all the feels are towards it versus the second one where you're anticipating it. Yeah. You know? So. But Bayonetta 2 is also like I'm not saying it's any worse. I think it's just as good as Bayonetta 1. I just like like Bayonetta 1 a bit more. Okay. I like Bayonetta 2. Cool. So you're looking so I I'm, I'm actually envious that you're playing through this for the first time and then you have Bayonetta 2 to look forward to. And then if you ever get past that, maybe they'll have announced Bayonetta 3. I so. am, See that's what it is, Jonah. I am the uh the Bayonetta three perp. Once I get past two, they're gonna the, the gods are gonna know I played it. So then the third one's gonna be announced just as I beat it. The clouds part and sun shines down. That's it. And it's Bayonetta, or it's the angels which are evil in this game. Yeah, that was like a twist. Like you said, I can see why uh, you might not have liked it in the beginning because it throws a lot at you in the beginning. And you're like, what the hell is happening? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. Like you're yeah, not it's... you're not sure what to think, and then. Uh, like, you just, again, like, the way the story is told, uh, the main character, like, she wakes up after um, all these years or whatever, and then 20 years later, she's just been, like, coasting along trying to figure out what's going on, and then you're thrown in there, so you're also trying to figure out what's happening and who these other characters are, and very interesting, so. And why bad. does she have, why does she have pistols to attach to her high heels? Yeah. Doesn't make much sense, but I'm okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> she likes it. She does, you know. And it's just, it, I can tell. It's like, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. And it's very, uh, it's just dope AF. It's what? Dope AF. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, even um, like I'd be going crazy as a teenager playing a game where the lady's like half naked (laughs) and like they're purposely showing like everything like uh close-ups of everything so it's it's yeah it's definitely uh definitely not well it's it's for kids i'll say you know what kids go enjoy this game but if you're a parent you can't say that so not for kids not for kids uh don't sue us parents (laughs) yeah i mean it's 
what what is even the rating? Uh, is it like T no for Teen or? I don't know. Oh. I thought it was mature because no, it's mature because they do have uh, curse words in it. Oh, good. Jonah, <laughs> you played this game. You're like, oh shit, ain't that? They got those. They got those. I wasn't paying attention to that. Her clothes are made out of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something's happening. I don't know, but it's very nice. It's very nice. Yeah. It uh, well, puts Tomb Raider to shame. Yeah, they don't have any po- polygonal boobs. You got full, full, full boobage here in Bayonetta. Yeah, ass, boobs, <laughs> crotch, everything, anything, anything your mind could think of. It's in there. I mean, everything's covered up. You don't see anything, but it's just the outfit is very. Uh... Did you did you get to the part where uh, there's like a Bayonetta imposter? Um, it's, it's not a big spoiler if you haven't, but it's just like a passing scene. No, I didn't get to the Bayonetta imposter. I'm just I okay. keep fight I keep running into the uh the other girl in the red with the blonde hair. Yeah, Jean. I just uh, what I actually you know what I just learned cuz uh I got up to chapter 6, so the thing that just before that um she fought her and then she learned that she could turn into an animal. Right. That was a thing. So I'm there. Nice. If that has well, if you remember anything. <laughs> well, I- <laughs> Well, I just I just know that the Bayonetta, like the imposter scene, is actually hilarious. So it's uh, it's uh, it's it. I I just want I wanted to see if you if you got to that to that point to that point yet. It's not really yet. Funny. So, okay, now I will look out for that. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll you'll get to it. It's it's perfect. Yeah, it's a perfect game. It's a ten out of ten. Eleven out of ten. <laughs> um, but Jonah, I think that's all the time we have for this evening. Um. We're past the two-hour mark, and hey, we got through it without anybody mowing the grass, so that's awesome. Nobody's mowing the grass except for my grass. In Jonah the heart. gave that person a stern talking to. Absolutely, <laughs> and 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 by talking to, I, I managed to not talk to them at all, and I hoped they wouldn't do it again. So far, <laughs> the plan is working. <laughs> it's a flawless plan, Jonah. Absolutely. <laughs> They just know the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> they they listened to the podcast and they felt bad for ruining it. Actually, it wasn't like, oh my ruined, god! It, but they heard them and they're like, oh, they were they oh were gosh. mortified. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe I did this to them. I've almost ruined their lives. I've ruined podcasting as we know it. I the I only that podcast person. that exists. That's right. I ruined it. <laughs> but uh, Jonah, like we've been doing for the past few uh, episodes, would you like to close this out? Yes, sir, I would. Uh, thank you guys for liking this podcast because I know you do. And watching and or listening on whatever podcast platform or video platform, aka YouTube, uh, that we are on. Also, I recommend that you play Bayonetta and uh, tell us what you think in the comments on the YouTube channel. I don't know if does iTunes have a comment section. <laughs> I have I no idea. Um, I have not seen anything pop up. Well, just stick to the YouTube channel, I guess. Let us know if you play Bayonetta and if you like it and if you will watch it, well, we'll play it because it's uh, very much worth it. Thank you. Yes. Back to you, John. <laughs> Thank you, Jonah. That was a wonderful outro. And all I do, all I like to add is uh, stay awesome and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Boom. Boom. <laughs>